What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is... Jesse. Seth. Jeremy. Welcome to episode number 261. Tonight, we'll be talking about our most anticipated movies of 2018, and afterwards, we will share our favorite movie headlines of the week and conclude with what we've been watching. Quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude, Seth. Yes, uh, for uh, everybody at home, so when we broadcast in the Dragon's Lair, which, lo and behold, here we are in the Dragon's Lair, there's two rules. Uh, There's spoilers abound, so if you haven't seen this stuff, we're going to ruin it for you, and sometimes there's some locker room chit-chat. No one's seen this stuff. We're talking about movies in the future. Yeah, but we're ruining it. But January's happened. What if you you haven't seen a trailer and you're Exactly. Or, what if you haven't seen said... sequel or prequel that this thing is based on. Or you're blind and you haven't seen anything. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe people like going in blind. Or like you said, maybe maybe people are blind. We don't know. Maybe. Yes. They're dead. Then they wouldn't see the movie. They exactly. just listen to it. And yeah. that's just a fucking letdown. Yep. And then they wouldn't see this podcast. Yep. <laughs> so spoilers and critics with attitude. Uh real quick, some announcements and updates. Um, Operation Weatherproof, we are currently on our last phase. Uh, we have 80 out of 300. Uh, when we get to 300, we get a new ceiling in the Dragon's Lair. So please help donate by going to the website and clicking the PayPal link. Um, so here's my contribution. You got any change you want to throw in there? Change ads. You hear that, folks? That is some change. So um, man, I took all the change out of there. It was like 20 30 bucks, man. Um, so it adds up. Um, what do you guys think about the... Uh, the ceiling man, Did you see the attic? The Pope came back I and put that. the attic door in. I saw that. God bless the Pope. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of content coming your way in the month of February. Uh, this weekend, we're doing a martial arts marathon. Uh, we're doing Hero, Way of the Dragon, Kung Fu Hustle, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Super Cop. Uh, we get a little bit of Jet Li, a little bit of Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, Chow Young Fat, Jackie Chan. These are the highest scored martial arts movies of all time. Nothing under 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. So do they deserve those scores? We're going to find out this weekend. And then in honor of Black History Month, we're doing a exploitation versus in the middle of February. So we're doing Dolomite versus Shaft. Who do you guys think is going to win that? Hmm. That's a good question. Shaft's a bad mother. Dolomite's a pimp. I don't have to give it to Shaft. Think Shaft's going to take it home? Of course. What do you think? I'm not seeing either. God damn it, Seth. What do you think? Well, I'm going to be here. Oh, yeah, you can't one. tell me. So I'm going to need to watch the movies. Yeah, first. that's going to be a fun episode. We have Jeremy, Cousin Wayne, Matthew Wade, and myself. So four honkies talking about black exploitation. <laughs> so <laughs> should be a badass. Just what everybody wants to hear, right? Yeah. <laughs> we should just title it Badass Podcast. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. But also, Back to the Future is up for Pantheon consideration. Should it make Pantheon, it needs a two-thirds majority vote from the poll and council. We only have one week left for those nominations, um, for that nomination. So don't forget to vote in the poll. Um, what do you guys think? You think it's going to make Pantheon? I don't have any council reviews in. I don't know. I don't know what that says about it. I don't know. It's got potential. It's, but it's. I mean, I I remember Back to the Future mostly for the uh, the single moment of incest. That's yeah. pretty much. It's kind of creepy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a little weird to watch. She wanted to bang her son, but then she said, "You kiss like my brother," which that was weird. Yeah. So she kisses her brother. She has a brother. See, it's just. Yeah, the McFlies have some secrets it's that really they confusing. don't tell you about. Yeah, it's really confusing. 
It's about, you know, it's called Back to the Future, but the movie's about going back to the past and fucking your mom. Really strange. What do you think? That's not what the movie's about. <laughs> Why do you have to do that? <laughs> I think it depends what mood the council's in. If they're in a mood like they were in with Fright Night, that shit film with somebody <laughs> named Evil, oh, you then I guess it'll be in. Because, you know, I, I do think it has a place in time travel film, right? There's a lot of things that they set up in Back to the Future that, like, get used over and over and over after that movie came out. So is it the best time travel film um, ever made? No. I mean, <laughs> so I don't know what would be. On? <laughs> I th- because I think it sets up, like, the, the framework for, oh. um, you know, a linear time stream and et cetera, et cetera. But as a, like, is this the best script I've ever read with the best acting and the best c- scenes and scenery? Oh. And No, it's not. So. 88 miles per hour. And he can go back to the future, right? Or back to the past? He can go he can anywhere. Just That's what travel. triggers the yeah. time machine, right? It's I go 88 miles... It triggers the flux capacitor, which say, makes time travel possible. I go 88 How? miles per but hour on my way to work. you also need plutonium to get the gigawatts yeah, And he stole the, that from, like, Iranians, didn't yeah. he? Armenians? Libyans. Libyans? Libyans. 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 Because he gets shot up by the Libyans. <laughs> the shot up by the Libyans. Gave him used pinball items. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So what do you think? I mean, I can't really vote. I mean, it's in my top five of all time. Yeah, you can. It's the poll. Yeah? You, so you do no. it? You know. did vote in the poll. Did you vote yes? Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like that, but I, I mean, duh. I mean, it's in my top five of all time. <laughs> but it doesn't mean it's Pantheon. There, I feel like that your top, your top, like, out of your top ten, I feel like your fo- uh, your six through ten could not be Pantheon. But I feel uh, like if it's your in top your top five, five, I feel like that, like, no, I agree if Zeus you. came down here and was like, hey, let's watch a movie... What are your top five favorite movies? Like, I feel like that you'd be like, well, I guess we're going to watch this. Like, oh. it's, you know, it's like one of those things. It's not Pantheon, but if you want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my personal Pantheon. I mean, yeah, so. exactly. I feel like that it's got to be special like enough it, to you. You can go fuck yourself. That it's got to yeah, be Pantheon. I really liked it. Yeah. It's not Pantheon, but yeah. if you want to watch it. You're going to love this one. He tries to bang his mom. It's like <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't try to bang his mom. His mom tried to bang him. Yeah, it's called The Happening. It's by the Sixth Sense yeah. guy. Almost yeah. as good. Almost. I felt like I was watching Casting Couch, but in a time machine. It was really weird. <laughs> um, but all right, guys. Let's talk about our most anticipated movies of 2018. Uh, let's talk about how we formed our list. Uh, for me, it was hard to narrow 2018 down to just 10 films. So to help form my list, I kept off all comic book movies, which was hard. How many how many comic book movies are coming out in 2018, Seth? So, we have Black Panther in February, Avengers and Infinity War in May, Deadpool sequel in May, Incredibles 2 in June, Ant-Man and Wasp in July, Aquaman in December, Venom in October, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix in November, and uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse in December. Jesus, how many is that? I don't know. It could have filled a top ten list, right? Yeah. Yeah, nine. Nine. Nine, yeah. Wow. So I wanted to make it a little bit more interesting. Uh, That's how I made my list. I want the listeners to get excited about the other movies that are releasing in 2018. Uh, Jesse, how did you create your list? Uh, Mostly I went through and picked up... uh, I picked those few that I was really, really wanting to see that wouldn't jar me anyway. And then I started looking out for some of the other stuff that I kind of was interested in so some of those things i may have seen a trailer and caught my eye or um the storyline just sounded interesting for some of them so it just kind of was a mix of everything i'm kind of excited for and uh a couple things i really really just caught my eye and i'm really really interested to see how they turn out okay Seth. uh so um i there there's two on here that i didn't care like that um 
duh, no matter no, no matter what, it was gonna be my number one. I don't care. It's gonna be my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've been talking about that for a while. But um, how I did it was um, first Googled movies of 2018, and then uh, <laughs> then went Sundance of 2017 because more than likely they will be released in 2018 yeah. uh, for some sort of release, and then. Uh, then just kind of went sci-fi movies of 28 and then tried to just whittle it down. You didn't want anything to get past you then? Tried not to. Good deal. Yeah, I tried to have a nice variety of things, but uh, but my number one won't surprise you. Yeah, so, I don't think yeah. my number one will surprise anybody either. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I covered the whole year, so I didn't put anything on here that re- everything... If I picked a movie, it could be the only movie from that month. So oh, wow. I don't have any overlapping like release months. But there's only twelve months, right? So you just so, had to get rid of two. Yeah. Oh, man. So I said, <laughs> I said, fuck August. Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> Dang! <laughs> Bold strategy. It is. Wow. We'll see if it pays off. All right. So that's <laughs> it. Does no. It, no, I've got some good movies on here. So that's how we created our list. Um, but real, uh, real quick, it's interesting to compare your most anticipated to what will become your top 10 movies of that year. Um, like, there's there's movies that I would never expect. You know, I love those little small movies that sneak up on you. Like this year, um, The Three Billboards Outside uh, Ebbing, Missouri. I could never have guessed that that was going to be on my, my top 10, potentially, for this year, which it probably will be. Um, so I love those little ones that sneak up. So uh, I'm curious. I have... I have a, a, a good top 10 here, and then I have a lot of honorable mentions that I'm going to just go through as quick as I can. Um, but I tell you what, man, it's going to be curious to see what makes this list that's not on my, my honorable mentions and that's not in my top 10. Um, but let's let's get into this, guys. Number 10, where are you going, Jesse? Uh, I went with uh, comedy, uh, darker comedy. I went with Gringo, uh, which is, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> I, showed, uh, I showed Seth the trailer earlier this week. Um, it comes out uh, March 9th. Uh, starring Shalice Theron, Joel Edgerton, uh, Amanda Seyfried, uh, David Oyelo, who played Martin Luther King. And it's really funny. It's about this uh, company that makes a weed pill, and they send one of their men, one of their guys out there, whose life is pretty much fucked, which is usually how these go. He goes to Mexico to uh, start, give them the weed pill to start the program. Gets picked up by... uh, some cartels, uh, some hilarity ensues, uh, Charlize Theron and Joel Edgerton are playing, like, board executives, um, and they put him in a fucked up situation, which just is great, because David Oyelo and his thick African accent, just being a scared little girl in the movie, it looks, it looks funny, it looks a little dark, um, and you get, uh, Charlotte Copley. Oh, from, nice, uh, nice. Yeah, he's coming in as like the uh, mercenary, uh, find the guy, save him, but more hijinks ensued due to that. So I'm pretty excited to see it. it looks pretty good. Um, decent cast. Uh, it just looks funny, and it just caught caught my eye. Okay, is this a summer release or what? Uh, no, March. March. March 9th. Mm, so yeah. right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little over a month. All right. What's your number 10, Seth? So, okay, I have two for 10 because I don't think one is actually a movie. We can't seem to figure out, but that Dundee thing. Oh. Yeah, because I can't tell. Is it just an elaborate Super Bowl commercial? Because that's what people keep saying. Or it may be an actual movie because there's just so many famous people in it. Yeah, it's like, how do they get all these people to make this time? Anyway, it looks fun. I don't care. I like. I was raised on the first Crocodile Dundee. My dad, like, every time was on TV. Seth, you got to watch this. 
Look what he does with this yak. Like, <laughs> get it, getting it out of the road. That ain't no, a knife. That's no knife. That's a knife. That's a knife. Carl Winslow's throwing the thing yeah. <laughs> like a boomerang. It's legit. Uh, so if that's not really a movie, then, like, my other number 10 is uh, The Grinch in November with Benedict Cumberbatch. Hmm. Yeah, that they're doing a Grinch remake. Really? I had no idea they are doing a Grinch yeah. remake. Yeah, so, and he's... Uh, Animated, not uh, okay. not live action. So kind of okay. like what the Lorax look like. Ooh. I think he'll make a good Grinch. Oh, that, that's pretty fine. cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially if he narrates it like the old uh, the old cartoon with Anthony Hopkins. Hmm. So, Interesting. And it'll be good. So, yeah. My number ten is Deadpool two, um, which is rare for me to have a Marvel on my list, right? Because you're, you're a DC whore. Yeah. Well, because the Marvel films <laughs> mostly suck. Um, <laughs> I thought you just enjoyed comic books. I didn't think that you really picked a side. Oh, I picked the a side hardcore. Oh, okay. Yeah, our opinions do that. our opinions do not line up oh with Jeremy Clifford. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, so so I really enjoyed Deadpool one, um, and that's saying something because I shit all over the Marvel movies all the time on here. But um, it's always they've always done better with their um, with their origin story movies than they have with the sequels, I think, at least. And so I'm cautiously optimistic about Deadpool 2. Everything so far looks good, but we haven't really seen any footage or, uh, you know, a storyline or anything. So it's on my top 10, but it's number 10. Right on. Uh, when I announce my 10, anybody with a smartphone, please try to find the poster because you have to see how badass this is. All right? You guys got a phone? All right. So my number 10, I'm going with a wild fucking pick for my number 10. Um, I've had my eye on this for a while, and it's the Bollywood version of Rambo. <laughs> oh, I've seen the Dude, pictures look, for that. find oh, the yeah. poster for this, man. So, yes, an Indian remake of Rambo. Um, official synopsis, um, Rambo follows the last surviving member of an elite covert unit um, in India armed forces who returns home to discover a war waging in his own land. Look at that. <laughs> Tell me that does not look badass. <laughs> That's glorious. That's glorious. Um, so forced into the dangerous jungles and frozen mountains of the Himalayas, he unleashes mayhem and destruction, becoming the unstoppable unstoppable machine he was trained to be. So it stars uh, Indian actor, martial arts expert, Tiger Shroff, which I think this dude has a Stallone look. Um, he's very energetic, very charismatic. You can watch interviews. This guy's just um, instantly likable. Um, he looks the part. Um, he's got Stallone's approval. Um, so yeah, no, he's all. He's, of course he does. He's given yeah. his blessing. He what said actually, he, he goes. He said I actually get excited in my heart whenever young artists get a rare opportunity to reach for the stars. I am sure they will put all of their heart and soul into it. So I'm going Bollywood Rambo. Um, it's supposed to release at the end of 2018. Nice. Yeah, I'm pumped. Plus the picture of that perm is that perm is oh. solid. <laughs> Man, <laughs> he looks legit. Yeah. All right, beat Hollywood Rambo. <laughs> Bollywood Rambo with your number nine. Wow. That's I can't beat Bollywood Rambo. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm going with a uh, exciting uh, new movie popping out, uh, Ready Player One. Mm. I'm pretty pumped about and that. Number nine. Number nine. I'm I'm excited about it, but I mean I I'm have not that I have, excited. Yeah. You know the DeLoreans in that. Yeah, I, I get. Did you know I the Back DeLorean. to the Future's up for Pantheon. I, I saw that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I fucking get it. But at the same time, it's it's slightly it's nice nostalgia fuel because. I mean, I grew up in that. I grew up in that time frame. I remember the DeLorean. I remember all the stuff that they're adding on there. I mean, it's nice to see all the little, uh, ble- you know, kicks to it. Um, and you know, it, I wonder if Steven Spielberg's going to make a good movie, or if it's going to be a shit movie. I don't know. Where are you on Spielberg in the last fifteen years? 
Oh shit. Um that's a I I don't know. It's a dirty fucking question. That's hard. Yeah, that's (laughs) you dirty motherfucker. You notice that new trailer for Ready Player One that showed all of his good movies? Yeah, yeah. It just showed like the early Spielberg (laughs) the stuff that people love, and you know, and it's there's gonna be a lot of nostalgia fuel to it. It's a pretty, uh, pretty cut forward story. It's coming out at the end of March, uh, March 29th. A a good cast, it looks like. Um, Cyclops is in it, so new Cyclops, not old Cyclops. Simon Pegg. There's a couple other people. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about it, but at the same time, I'm expecting to walk out and go, fuck this movie. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. That's why it didn't make my list at all. But, um, yeah, I haven't liked a Spiel, like, I haven't loved a Spielberg film in 15 years. I think the last movie that I, I really, really enjoyed was probably 2005 is Munich. Yeah. Didn't like BFG. The post was just okay. Everything he does recently, BFG, um, Bridge of Spies, everything is him on just auto drive. You know, it's like he yeah. could just film it, you know, in his sleep. Um, and I, so I don't know what this is going to look like. I'm very interested to see, you know, how it, how it comes out. But what's your number nine? The Happy Time Murders. Woo, you dirty dog. Yep. It's got, uh, do you guys know about this? All right. So like. It might be showing up a little bit later. It's like, uh, it's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But we live in a world where there's puppets. Yeah. And the puppets have been murdered. It's weird. <laughs> and, like, the puppets are kind of like, they're like minorities. I love puppet episodes, like TV shows. Yeah. So this is say, bound to be good. I was going to say, yeah. there's a great episode of Angel where he gets yeah. turned into a puppet. Directed yeah. by Brian Henson, Jim mm-hmm. Henson's son. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to, you know, go into a world with people with hands up their asses and yeah. moving about <laughs> the rest people. of their lives? Yeah, yeah it's wonderful. Yeah. Flailing around as you walk, like yeah. it. there's there's a couple screenshots out too. That yeah, if anybody's it's weird looking. Right now they can check. It's it real out. weird looking. <laughs> no. I wonder what it's gonna be rated. Maybe like a PG thirteen. I would think R, wouldn't it? I don't know. I mean, like, oh, please go the hard R route. That'd yeah, be, if they're, if they're no, gonna go awful. for it, they gotta go. Yeah, for it. that's yeah. how I would. Do Razor it. sharp R. Razor? I mean, is that too bad? Is that too yeah, bad? That's small too soldiers was PG thirteen, and yeah. that worked out. Dude, that scared the the bejesus out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> Did that freak you out? I'm probably like the only It kid. freaks me out more now because satellite dishes have gotten so much smaller. Yeah. If that actually happens, we can't save ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You could probably do it with your phone. You'll just short them all out. It's freaky, man. All right, where are you going with number nine? My number nine's Can You Ever Forgive Me, which comes out October 19th. It's Melissa McCarthy's next comedy, but it's a bio comedy. So she's playing like a real-life person who was an author... Who like hmm. had some books that did well and then they started not doing well. Okay. So she starts forging letters from famous people and selling them online. Um, so I haven't seen a trailer for anything on it yet, just like the synopsis. But um, it's been a while. Melissa McCarthy was like knocking comedies out left and right and hasn't done anything for a while. So I'm I'm interested to see what she does with it. I'll give well, her a shot then, huh? Yeah, gotcha. All right, my number nine, I'm going uh, The Predator. Uh, it's written directed by Shane Black, who was in the original Predator as Hawkins, so it's kind of cool to see him come full circle and actually direct an installment in the franchise. Um, it's co-written by uh, Fred Decker, uh, Night of the Creeps, The Monster Squad, so they got a good team here, I think, that's really interesting. Um, you seen that, the poster un- for it? No, no, I haven't. It's wild. Is it? Yeah. So I think they have a good team here that understands Predator, you mm-hmm. know, at least 80s fun, you know, so um, it's pretending that AVP and Requiem uh, doesn't yeah. exist. It's supposed to be a direct sequel is what I was Yeah, reading. but yeah. Uh, supposedly I think it's keeping Predator 2 
and Predators and Cannon is what I was reading today. Well, who doesn't want to keep Danny Glover taking out Predators? <laughs> you know, like, I'm not a huge fan of Predators, too, but I'm, I don't hate it. You know what I'm saying? No. So, oh, the one where they're on the uh, the planet? Concrete Predators? Jungle. Concrete and then, jungle. yeah, the, so Predator 2, Concrete Jungle, and yeah. then, you know, Predators. Predators um, is good. You know, it's like, different. I, I didn't remember, mm-hmm. I don't remember liking that either, but I don't, I didn't hate it. Lawrence so, Fishburne. But yeah, as long as they're getting rid of AVP and he Requiem. He was a man of steel. He was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as as That's true. Circle, yep. All they have to say is that they're getting rid of AVP and Requiem. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking happy. But I like the cast in here too. You have Thomas Jane, um, Edward James Olmos, Jake Busey. I wonder if he's going to be, because um, Gary Busey yeah, was in. Gary Busey was the oh, FBI Christ. agent. In Predator 2. And Predator he looks two. just like his dad. There yeah. has to be a callback to that, mm-hmm. right? Has Probably. To be. Um, so I'm excited. And my fingers are crossed. Uh, for a Schwarzenegger cameo. I don't know if I'm going to get it, but uh, it always made sense to me that, you know, he whooped the Predator's fucking ass, and the Predators are hunters, right? It makes sense to me that a Predator, I don't care if he's 30, 40, 50, 60, the, the main goal here would be to take out um, his character, right? I would See, and I would love the idea that, like, Predator finds him and like he's, he's got, in like, a nursing a, home. He's, yeah, he's got like a pacemaker <laughs> or something like that, and then the Predator's like, I can't hunt you. Because, yeah. like, you're not. No, fuck that. I think he's going to come down here. I think he's going to find Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger's it. old, yeah. but he's still got a lot of ammo, and he's going to whoop that Predator's ass. That's How'd the ammo it's work be just for him like the first Terminator time. Genesis. Exactly. He's going to hide in the nursing home with, like, fucking dirt just on covered his in face. Mud. <laughs> he hides in the pool. Hiding the shitters. Yeah. Just <laughs> hiding in the hot tub. Because yeah. it's all hot, so you can't tell. But I'm excited for this, man. I really want this to take off. I really want a good Predator movie. I haven't watched a good Predator movie since back in the day. Predator 1, in my opinion. So this comes out August 3rd, so I'm pretty pumped. All right. My number eight, uh, jumping down the list, is going to Aquaman. Um, uh, I enjoyed Aquaman's run in Justice League, um, even though they didn't really flesh him out, and it was kind of just Jason Momoa having a good time. My man! And I feel like that's the best, I think that's usually when the, when the actors are having the most fun, I mean, it makes those little fun cult hits, like, um, Vin Diesel in The Last Witch Hunter. He, it, I mean, the movie was not really, wasn't good. That was just fucking, it sucked. But, <laughs> you could see that he was having a blast the whole time, and it made it a little better. Not a lot, but better. And so I think this Aquaman, um, and it feels like that they're really pushing this to be the only DC movie out for the year, really putting a lot of effort into it. Um, and I think uh, James Wan and all of them can really push for a, a great flick. Uh, and I just want to see, I think Jason Momoa's been typecast too many times, a little underrated. I think he can do well, and I yeah. think this is his vehicle. I hope so. I like Jason Momoa too, so I'm rooting for him. Where are you going, Seth? For number uh, eight? Number number eight. Okay. Uh, it's a, a little movie in August called The Meg. Have you heard of that? Oh, is Jason Statham in it? Yeah. yeah. After escaping an attack by what he claims was a 70-foot <laughs> shark, Jonas Taylor must confront his fears and save those trapped in a sunken submersible. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. I can't argue with that pick. Whatever, <laughs> man. It's a giant it's shark. How's that not movie. awesome? He needs to do a good movie. It's fucking Jason yeah, Statham right? Jaws. Yeah, no shit. You bring the uh, pizza, I'm, I'll bring the beer, and we'll watch it. We'll watch it. I, like, it good. I don't know. I like sharks, so I'm there. Giant, nice. I, the only bad thing is, like, it's a big shark. Like, I'd rather have a bunch of, like... Good. We don't want Jason... Sharks from not minnows, but you know, <laughs> like, like... regular sharks? We don't yeah. want Jason Statham fucking like, around with a little shark. Like Deep Blue Sea 2. Yeah. Like, but not. Seeing as how it's like the first, it's literally the remake. Yeah. Like it's, ah, bull sharks though. So the yeah. mate goes so stupid. Anyway. When's this come out? Bull sharks are dangerous. August. August. 
They're, they're most very dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they can go into freshwater. Yeah. They can. Just just swim up like a... during a flood, get in your lake, exactly. get in your bathtub. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> a great... toilet. <laughs> you know what that sounds like? That sounds like an awesome drive-in movie, doesn't it? The Meg. Oh, oh yeah. That sounds sounds like a blast. Yeah. Where are you going? Uh, I have Molly's game on there. I know it came out at the beginning of January. You son of a bitch. Um, God damn it. <laughs> Wait, start over, guys. Start it's over. 2018. Start over. It's yeah, out of let's theaters start, already. Start over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I how just... How can they see this movie? So was, uh, how you, can they see it? You yeah, forgot it's... to put that on your rules, like how you made your list, like yeah. you're allowed to put 2017 movies on. It's not a 2017. <laughs> January 5th, 2018 is not 2017. <laughs> is it still in theaters? Probably, since it just Bro. came out less than a month ago. I think ago. it got a limited release, didn't it? Was, it's up for Best Actress, isn't it? And If it's up for Best Actress, it had to have a limited release. I guess so. January 5th. 2018. Hmm, okay. But do what you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. What's this movie about? What's it about? Yeah. It's about a poker game, an illegal one, from some former Prostitute. Olympic champion named Molly. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't go well for her, right? <laughs> okay. It's, my it's, like high, remember, it's like high stakes poker yeah. with uh, celebrities and stuff like that. And it becomes a. It ends up turning into a big thing, and there, then she gets busted for illegal. It's, it actually looks pretty dramatic, and Jessica Chastain can hold her own in a as a lead, and in a strength. But it's Sorkin. I like him. Yeah, um, Aaron Sorkin's since, a good writer since the West Wing, and um, what was that? Uh, Wasn't this his vehicle? His first movie directing? Yeah, his first movie directing. Um, so it's I'm got curious some good to reviews, see. It. I haven't so seen. I think it got I decent reviews. Yeah, I mean, if you like a lot of talk, because every Sorkin movie yeah, has yeah. like tons of dialogue. So I mean, Michael Sarah's in it. it. How can you beat it? Yeah. So that's my number eight. <laughs> Even if it was twenty seven, he worked at the banana. <laughs> All right, my number eight is Halloween, uh, directed by David Gordon Green, and it's interesting too. This is the director who directed uh, Your Highness and Pineapple Express. Not something you would think of. Um, but you wouldn't think of Jordan Pill directing a, a horror movie either. You know, I think sometimes you take a, a director or some talent outside of their genre and they can really um, make a classic. So I'm hoping that uh, uh, David Gordon Green can really bring Halloween alive. Um, it's a direct sequel to John Carpenter's original. Um, it's being sold as a final confrontation between Michael Myers and uh, Laurie Strode 40 years later. Um, brought back uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, Danny McBride wrote the screenplay with David Gordon Green. Um, and it ignores all the shitty sequels, which I'm a pump. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. I do like Halloween too, so I'm, I'm hoping that they keep Halloween two in there. Um, so besides Halloween one and two, you don't like any of the other Halloween? No, movies? they're no. bullshit. Okay. Not yeah. even HTO. No, I don't even like H two O. About know. four. A lot four. of people like four. No, it's always on TV. Do you think Jamie Lee Curtis what about is going to feed Michael Myers Activia until he shits himself? I hope that she feeds him some whoop ass. <laughs> is what I want to see. But they're also bringing back. Uh, I think his name's Nick Castle, the guy who played uh, Michael Myers. You know, in the original Halloween. Okay. So that's fucking cool. Um, but I pulled a quote from a recent interview that really gets me pumped up. Um, Danny McBride said that Green and I are definitely going to do a straight up horror film. Halloween has always been one of my favorite movies of all time. There's a simplicity and an efficiency to the first one that I think allows the movie just to be scary as hell. And so Green and I are our approach is to get back to that. Um, so to get back to that simplicity and that efficiency, and I think that's what a lot of horror films are missing. Um, so I am. Ex extremely pumped about that and uh, plus Carpenter has given his blessing 
and he's doing the soundtrack um, for Halloween. He's coming back and getting into the studio. So I'm really excited about that. That's October 19th. It's going to be really cool to have a horror film in the theater around Halloween, too. Yeah. So I'm all about that. Um, that takes us to your number seven. Number seven. Number seven uh, it was kind of flip-flopping for me for a while on that one, but I went with the uh, upcoming Annihilation movie. Mm, with, uh Natalie Portman, um, Tessa Thompson... Uh, a couple more of those, uh, mostly female cast, um, Oscar, uh, Oscar Isaac, right? Is they he in it? it? Yeah. Oh, Poe Dameron. Yeah. He's in it. Um, Ho for Poe. Yeah. They, the uh, <laughs> it looks pretty interesting, uh, about, uh, pretty much it looks like a giant, uh, wave of energy or something is changing the landscape. Uh, uh, Oscar Wilde or Oscar Isaac's character goes in, comes back sick his wife former military scientist goes in with a bunch of other women uh, and they find that the landscape is changing and it's advancing it like changing it for something different maybe better maybe worse who knows um but uh natalie portman uh and the entire cast seem to be putting out uh, pretty strong performances from what we've seen in the trailer uh so i'm pretty excited to watch pretty much her in a machine gun very ripley-esque yeah. seems pretty cool so, scary release date though. Yeah, February. That's of, yeah. Doesn't mean doesn't mean anything really, but uh, that's where a lot of movies go to die. In yeah, February. it could be one of those that just falls apart as soon as you start to watch it, or it, or maybe a sleeper hit. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping for the sleeper hit because um, uh, we were talking. Split. Split came out in February, and it ended up you know doing gangbusters and was mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. So you never know what you're going to get with February. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But that's usually the rule of thumb. But uh, what's yours? Uh, Sundance film. It's called Eighth Grade, written and directed by Bo Burnham. Hmm. Uh, it's about a girl's last week in eighth grade before she goes uh, to become a freshman. And just kind of the insanity. Basically being a kid. Uh, what it's like being a kid now. As opposed to, you know, he's he's closer to my our, our age. So... Um, that uh, I, j- I just like the concept of that he's a pretty funny guy and uh his uh his most recent netflix special like kind of showed that like oh my gosh he's not just funny he's got heart he definitely really does sit and think about life so i i'm curious to see what he can do uh at, at the helm and especially directing an eighth grade girl nice. it'll be yeah. interesting to hear his voice through that so well yeah. uh, release date for this oh is i'm sorry late. is it uh, late uh, I we don't I, I don't know since it's Sundance I couldn't find yeah a, I wonder uh, if it's has anybody picked it up yet then mm-mm. not oh. that I can find yeah but that's the uh, I have two of those I'm sorry about that oh that's but, cool uh, yeah I've got the girl in the spider's web which doesn't come out till November um so it's a sequel to like the girl with the dragon tattoo movies they have not done this one in Swedish oh okay cool yet but it's also, they've like have a new director. They've redone the cast, so Rooney Mara's daughter in it. Claire Claire Foy's in it, who just like came off the Crown on Netflix. Um, so she, she's got she's got chops, and um, I'm excited to see it. I think it could do well because it's not like a remake of one of the Swedish films, which yeah. were obviously like way better than what they tried to do with the girl. With it's the really interesting tattoo. that they're rebooting a David Fincher movie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, Seems like something you don't do. You just Rooney Mara was back. pissed. She wanted. I bet to, she was. She wanted to come back, and uh, I can't think of who the uh, Alvarez Fede Alvarez is the director, and he just wanted to like start um, 
start fresh and have it, he said, you know, mm-hmm. making a movie successful uh, <laughs> as a director is like about the casting as well. And he wanted his own cast. So, dang. Um, so no Daniel Craig either. No, Daniel oh. Craig's out. That's um, crazy. I think I think it could work because it's it's further along in the story. This is the fourth book, um, so we're skipping a few steps from um, from the Daniel Craig Rooney Mara flick. So we'll see. I'm curious about it. Um, I like dark as fuck movies, and I think that it'll be real dark. So yeah, it's definitely gonna be dark. Uh, my number seven should be a lot lower on my list, but there's definitely some red flags um, going on here. But uh, let me just give you the synopsis. Um, Adonis Creed, all right, tries to seek revenge when he goes toe to toe with the man who killed his father. So my number seven is Creed too. Um, but yeah, man, Dolph Lundgren's in this, and I love Dolph Lundgren. Okay, no problem with Dolph Lundgren, but he's coming back. Is that necessary though? You know, because I think Ryan Coogler did such a great job with Creed One. Um, I hope that uh, these decisions here doesn't kind of dumb it down, you know, um, and then not having Ryan Coogler come back because he was off directing Black Panther. Um, I don't know who's even filming um, Creed two. They haven't even started. Uh, they haven't even started filming yet. Stephen Cappell Jr. Yeah. Do you know anything about him? No. Exactly. Not a clue. That's scary. But and, the uh, but the guy they got playing um, uh, Drago's son uh, is actually a Romanian boxer. Yeah. Huge he guy. looks huge. He looks Six badass. 6'4", 245, uh, Romanian boxer, first movie role. Yeah, you know what I'm scared about, that. though, is I know Stallone um, Stallone gets a lot of what he wants. And uh, with Ryan Coogler not coming in here, I think that uh, you know he, he pushed for certain decisions, bringing you know, Dolph Lundgren back. Um, you know, uh, he probably handpicked the director. I would almost bet on it. Um, I don't know if we need to, to, to go that route. Um, they haven't started filming yet and it's comes out, um, this holiday and that won't get pushed. There's no way you're going to push Creed. That's going to be your Thanksgiving, your Christmas movie. You know, yeah. it's going to make the theaters. Um, but then it also it's been, um, it got a, um, a pass, uh, a screenwriting pass from the guy who wrote uh, Luke Cage. So I just hope that it, it's, I hope it, I hope Creed is, um, Luke Cage, the, like the first half of Luke Cage good and <laughs> not the second half of Luke Cage. Uh, but uh, yeah, I love Michael B. Jordan. Tessa Thompson's coming back. Um, great chemistry. So um, I'm excited to continue that story of Balboa and Creed. Just a lot of red flags, but you you couldn't pull me away from Creed yeah. too. So I'm I'm excited. Uh, that takes us to number six. Uh, my number six is Isle of Dogs. Mm, uh, the upcoming Wes Anderson film coming uh, March 23rd. It's uh, they're doing in that. Uh, same vein as the Fantastic Mr. Fox, which I so love. That, yeah, stop motion. Uh, all the dogs had a there's a dog flu going around, and all the dogs are thrown to a trash island. And then this boy steals a rocket or steals a jet and goes over and looks for his dog. Works with other dogs, and it's, he's got you know the normal Wes Anderson quirky uh, commentary, all star cast. You know, ScarJo, Bill Murray. Uh, Edward Norton, Jeff Goldblum. I mean, he's got uh, just a array of actors coming in to do this again, to do another, you know, basically cartoon. But it's going to be, I I feel it's going to have still that more adult feel, yeah. but that heart that you can still take your kids to It almost it. made my list, but Bollywood Rambo beat it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, dude, I tell you what, Wes Anderson, he's always, he's so hit or miss with me. Like, yeah. I love Life Aquatic. Um I don't like Moonrise Kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I love um, um, Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yeah. That was you know, a good one. but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not a big fan of um, what was the uh, 
Rushmore. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like a little bit. I love Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's one of my. I think it was my favorite movie of that year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, is it, is he going to tap into that with Isle of Dogs? Based on what I've been watching, and because uh, I watched the trailer of it just to kind of get a better feel for it, and if I felt like it was, it does. I mean, it's got a lot of heart, um, and it's got a lot of it's got a lot of heart. It's got that Wes Anderson wit where he's just it's that dry humor. Yeah. That um, it seems like sometimes he nails it. it. Have you seen yeah. Darjeeling Limited? Yeah. Like, you have Darjeeling Limited, then you have Life Aquatic. I'm a mm-hmm. Life Aquatic guy. Yeah. It's, and I feel like the storyline, because it's going to be based around a dog, is going to, about a boy, a 12-year-old boy trying to get his dog. He wants his dog back. I think that's going to, I think that's going to pull a lot of people in a lot of different directions. So I think it's going to give it that extra push that people are going to want to go see it, and that's going to maybe tilt the tide over into a... Zizu, you know, in the life aquatic more than a uh, Darjeeling, yeah, yeah, not so serious, but it, it'll it's gonna be a movie with heart. Yeah, it would have been my number eleventh man. I really wanted to fit that in there. Um, if you guys, uh, my number six. Have you guys heard of the movie Search? No. Okay, so it's also another Sundance movie. Um, what what caught my eye about this thing is. Um, that it is a, uh, so I'll just read the quick synopsis. After a 16-year-old daughter goes missing, a desperate father breaks into her laptop to look for clues to find her. A thrilling, a thriller that unfolds entirely on computer screens. Hmm, interesting. So the whole movie is supposed to be from the perspective of this laptop. So, like, uh, show me. Let, let's, that, that sounds... I saw the trailer for that and it looked interesting. Yeah, I, I, I want to see it. So there was a trailer then. Okay, cool. I haven't even seen the trailer. So, yeah, that I uh, I just read about it. I'm like, well, that sounds cool. I'll take anything that, like, uh, you know, I liked what uh, what Chronicle did, where they, they worked around that a camera had to be there and stuff sure. like that. So mm-hmm. I like, uh, or the idea we talked about, like, shooting on an iPhone and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. Just that. Which there is a movie coming out this year. That was shot, shot entirely on Steven Soderbergh's Unsane, yeah. yeah. So I just... I'm into that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. show me that it can be done. Show me, uh, uh, show me a whole movie from the perspective of something. No, uh, Supernatural yeah. did it last. Being creative season. like that, yeah. you know, shot I, a whole episode from the perspective of a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Like uh, you brought up, Unsane. You know, an Unsane directed by Steven Sol- uh, Soderbergh, all on a on an iPhone. Mm-hmm. So impressive, man. Like, um, there's a guy. I want to say Simon Baker. That's probably not right, but he directed. Uh, I think that's the guy who directed Tangerine. Tangerine. I want to mm-hmm. say that's his name. Tangerine, all on a cell phone, and it just gets you. It's it impressive. inspires you to oh, go yeah. out and just. Why I couldn't I make at, that? I was looking at Best Buy, mm-hmm. and they have uh, lenses for your iPhone. Um, wide lenses and everything, like $29, $69, different packs, you know? Yeah. I'm like, man, I just want to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just, it's awesome. It's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Six for me is the New Mutants. Um, comes is out that, in April. Is that coming out? April 13th. I kept finding stuff that said 2019 that it got pushed oh, back. Oh, may, maybe it got pushed back. No, you're fine. I saw I just, April 13th. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't find anything that like yeah. said that because I was gonna put that on our superhero list, but I couldn't find any like super confirmation that it was coming out. So I was like, eh, no way, go my face. I saw, I saw <laughs> April thirteenth. Maybe it got pushed back. I don't know, but hopefully not. I mean, you April's like pretty early, right? So mm-hmm. if it got pushed back, you'd think like a Christmas release or something, but. Um, yeah, that seems kind of fucked up for a Christmas release, doesn't it? Next a little bit, yeah. <laughs> right, right with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Double feature, um, kids. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna go watch the X Men, then we're gonna watch Grinch. Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking like up against Aquaman because Aquaman uh-huh. comes out in December. But um, oh, but that, that seems like that seems like a, I mean, I buy Aquaman as a as a holiday film. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I buy the other one though. You know, it seems pretty dark. Yeah, well, I'm excited about it. Did either it, way, did it, did no it, matter uh, where, 
when it comes they're out. They're pushing that. They're, it's a, uh, apparently they say it's going to be PG-13, from what I heard. And they're pushing it. Like, it's going to be the hardest PG-13. Okay, oh. whatever. Tell me that. <laughs> but it's supposed to be, it's, it's labeled more a horror flick, from what they've been saying. Yeah, that's that's what I like read is that, you know, it is kind of in the X-Men universe, right? Uh-huh. I mean, um and these people like these children can't control what they've got going on and it's it's a problem. So, um I just think there's a lot of of commentary that they can do and should do maybe with with a movie like that in the superhero world, and so we'll see if they do it. If not, it could be a shit movie. Right? Yeah, 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 I'm interested though. I'm in though. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, how many X Men movies are there coming out this year, or at least kind of related to X Men? Three. What are they? Deadpool. Uh huh. Dark Phoenix. New Mutants. Man, three. That's crazy, isn't it? But I mean, like, there's been years where like we get a Wolverine movie and an X Men movie and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, so. maybe. Because we got Logan and Deadpool last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're finally deciding to branch out and take the other properties and use them so mm-hmm. all right my number six is um and this was not on purpose mission impossible six <laughs> um i can't wait to hear the theme music in the theater man while i'm eating some popcorn i can't wait to see tom cruise hanging out of a helicopter by his dick <laughs> i can't wait to see him doing his own stunts i can't wait to see him do his tom cruise run running his ass off dude i love it man there was a i was watching a, a brief trailer today it was like a teaser for the trailer mm-hmm. where he was jumping oh, off yeah. of a building and he missed his his he uh broke his he broke his ankle broke his fucking ankle man yeah and it shows that dude this guy i think tom cruise is one of the hardest working actors in hollywood um when you when you sign him to a movie the guy works his ass off yeah you know i don't mummy was a piece of shit but there's no doubt in my mind that he showed up every day and gave a hundred percent um but yeah i can't wait to see tom cruise run his ass i can't wait to see um henry cavill's mustache (laughs) i can't wait we've been hiding it it's been yeah (laughs) i want to know how how much that mustache worth (laughs) millions of dollars right Man, with all that fucking digital effects That's for Justice League. Impressive mustache, though. Yeah. And so I'm all about Mission Impossible. I think one of my favorite action movies of all time is Mission Impossible 3. It's actually a Golden Idol winner um, on Adventures in Videoland. So um, I hope that it can kind of tap into um, you know, Mission magic. Impossible, some of that magic from mm-hmm. uh, Mission Impossible 3. But yeah, I'm all about it. I hope he makes 10 more of these fucking films. Nice. All right, five? Uh, my number five is um, it's getting an American release this year. Um, but it did come out in short release. It's a uh, triple threat. Um, it's an mm. upcoming martial arts film. Uh, pretty, and it's just a classic cheesy line. I mean, uh, the synopsis is a crime syndicate places a hit on a billionaire's daughter, making her the target of an elite assassin squad, a small band of down and out mercenaries protector fighting tooth and nail to stop the assassins from reaching their target. It is just the cheesiest is martial arts. It? Uh, no, they don't have yeah. that out, but the cast is phenomenal. Uh, you've got uh, Eco Uis from The Raid, uh, Tony Jaw, Tiger <gasps> Hugh Chen oh, are your three down-and-out mercenaries. God damn. And the elite assassins coming after them are Scott Adkins and Michael Jai White. Michael Jai, god damn, that's yes. packed. They're, How did I not hear about this? It's uh, it's it's already been released out in uh, I think it was released out in Asia, but it's coming. Good reviews from, from Asia. Uh, yeah. So far, IMDb is giving a nine point two out of ten. That's fucking Jeez. stacked, and man. Four point eight out of five on Facebook. Um, but I'm pretty pumped to see that. When does that come out? They I haven't think. given it a full date to release, only because they have they've just gotten the rights over uh, to release it in America. 
Um, but God. the trailer came out as early as July. So there's July a trailer last for year. this. Yeah, there's a trailer. And Does it's, it look bitchin? It's fucking sweet. Because you've yeah. got Eco Uis and Tiger Chen in round two fight from uh, um, the, what was it? Oh, shit. The Tiger, the Tiger Chen's vehicle with uh, Keanu Reeves. Um, they're getting their second time fighting in a movie. Then you got Tony Jaa jumping in. And Damn. Just between all of them, there's going to be a lot of high-flying um, just some knees. crazy, a lot of knees a lot to of the chest, elbows. to yeah. the face. Yeah, um, probably some really yeah. some pretty impressive, really great fight scenes. The director Jesse Johnson, he's done like Green Street Hooligans, um, uh, Dogfighter. He's done a couple great. Uh, he's a stunt coordinator, martial arts. So I'm I'm excited to see it just because it's just a plethora of martial arts guys that are gonna whoop the shit out of each other. And every way, shape, and form. So I'm excited to see that. No, that's one. badass. Yeah, that and Michael cool. Jai White's so underrated, man. He's he's so badass. Yeah. Blood and bone. He's All day the, long. He's the guy that's in uh, Dark Knight, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he um, should be playing Black Manta. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. Aquaman would get the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> you know, and that... Uh, he's so cool. Was, it's going to be an honorable mention, but, you know, they just released the uh, information that uh, Black Dynamite 2... It's yes. going to be in 2018. Well, it said coming in 2018. I don't know if I'd buy that because I haven't even started filming. It says see you in 2018. To be absolutely honest, it's probably not going to take them very long to make Black Dynamite because they're not going to use a high budget. Mm-hmm. They are purposefully, like the first one, they purposefully put, you know, the boom, boom mics mic. would show up in it or bad cutscenes. You think we'll see that then? Because I didn't put it on my list because... It's possible, but until I see some some better confirmation. I, I mean, that would have easily been in my top oh, five. Oh, it would have been my top five, for but sure. But until Black I Dynamite. see confirmation uh, or a genuine date, now that would be funny as shit if Black Dynamite 2 came out Christmas. Jesus. 1225 Black Dynamite. Well, then Christmas. I heard they're doing a Western with it instead of going straight sequel Black Dynamite like you would expect. I'd take that. Yeah, like it's going to be a, a spiritual sequel where, you know, <laughs> they just they, they say fuck all the rules and they go yeah. to the Wild West. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd take huh. that. Yeah, yeah. So would I, dude. I'm all about Black... Dude... I don't say this lightly. Black Panther or Black Pantheon, <laughs> Black um, Black Dynamite. I think is Pantheon. I was oh. thinking about nominating it this year for my for not my nom. I fucking love Black Dynamite. I will I will expound every joy upon Black Dynamite that I can. It is just a perfect showing of slight bits of modern movie, the shitty seventy black exploitation movies, um, and everything in between that made those type of movies great. Great dialogue. Oh great my dialogue. God. I threw that shit when I was outside the room. Like, this is such ridiculous shit. I love it. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing. Have you guys watched Black Dynamite? No. Oh, you have to see Black Dynamite, dude. Yeah. yeah. I've seen one scene. I don't even remember what happened. I think, right. does he have nunchucks at one point? There's a, yeah. yeah. Well, this year, this year like when it starts getting closer to Black Dynamite, if, if it does get released, um, I'm taking Black Dynamite versus Machete. And uh, I think, Machete, I think uh, Black Dynamite will just annihilate Machete. Oh yeah, yeah, because they were both kind of fun black exploitation slash grindhouse mm-hmm. um, off of the success, um, or uh, I guess it wasn't really successful <laughs> grindhouse at yeah. Death Proof and all that. But uh, yeah, I think the best to come out of Tarantino's resurrection of the grindhouse film was you know um, Black Dynamite and Machete, which wasn't even you know correlated to you know what Tarantino was yeah. doing. But just to show that that kind of style can be redone and people still love it, still love there's it. A, yeah. There's a place for it. No, yeah. there's a place for it in modern cinema. Yeah, so that would be on my fucking list if I had some confirmation that it was going to be a 2018 movie. My so. uh, my number five has been set already, but uh, it's Mission Impossible, Fallout. Oh, nice. Um, 
I mean, I gotta see. I need to see this mustache. So much hubbub about one piece of facial hair. Yeah. So I mean, I gotta see it. You want to see him hanging from that helicopter by his mustache? I love seeing him just work his ass off. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin it for you. Don't ruin it for why? You know that Tom Cruise has custom thongs. Made Good. for him, fuck, and fuck he changes it. them. If I had that much money, I would have custom thongs. I would and have a dick sock. So, so I would have a dick sock if I had that much. When money. he was, children from the Scientology and church, so when he's sell them for so him. when he's running, you know those perfect runs. Just imagine that he's in a thong that is customized. You want your dick flapping around when you're running? When you're run, <laughs> when you're running like Tom Cruise does. See, go, but um, but um. God damn! I'm just letting you know, it's real. Yeah, he has to protect that dick, dude. <laughs> Worth millions. <laughs> Uh, my number five is Death Wish. Have you guys heard about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Eli Roth. Yeah, um, Bruce Willis. He's a doctor. Some crimes going around. His family gets fucked up, and he just goes on a rampage. I think he like gets revenge for his family, and then like is like, oh, killing people is pretty fun. I'm going to keep <laughs> I'm doing pretty good that. at this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, like, uh, you know, the whole city is like, well, this guy's killing bad guys, but he's also, like, killing people. Yeah. Um, it just like looks like spiritually very similar to um, to you know Die Hard, where it's like, why is Bruce Willis like? <laughs> I mean, he's a cop, sure, but like, it, it, why is he this good at killing people? Uh-huh. Um, and even in, in this movie, are you a fan like, of the Charles Bronson Death Wish movies at all? Uh uh-uh. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They oh, get cr- yeah. the 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 further they get along, like de- just fuck it, jump right into Death Wish Five, yeah, where yeah. he's taking on gang members mm-hmm. with bazookas, <laughs> you know. But, uh, dude, do yourself a favor. Get some beer and pizza. Stay out and watch Death Wish 1 through 5, dude. I think they made, like, seven or eight of yeah, those fuckers, man. Uh, yeah, because, uh, who was it? Um, he was the, Charles Bronson was the tough guy. He was the, he was your original tough guy going in with, you know, Lee Marvin and all those guys. So when yeah. he came out to do this Death Wish, when he did the original Death Wish movie, that was way ahead of its fucking time. And people were not quite ready for it, but they loved it. Because it got in that vein. Jeff Goldblum's in Death Wish One too. He's one of the rapers. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I rem, I've, I've seen like the you, you know. You watched that that scene a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Google Jeff Goldblum scenes. It's my favorite. <laughs> That's my life. Is I just sit at home and Google Jeff Goldblum rape scenes. <laughs> Oh, let's see Jeff Goldblum in, in Thor. Um, Jeff Goldblum in Dress. Whoa, I've never seen this one before. Jeff Goldblum rape scene, Death Wish 1. Hmm, I'll give it a watch. <laughs> oh, man. All right, critics with attitude. Um, so, my number five is a movie called Apostle. You guys heard of this? Nope. All right, it's, it's a Netflix original. Um, here's the synopsis, all right. <clears throat> the year is 1905. A man travels to a remote island to rescue his sister after she's been kidnapped by a mysterious religious cult demanding a ransom for her safe return. It soon becomes clear that the cult will regret the day it baited this man as he digs deeper and deeper into the secrets and lies upon which the uh, commune is built. Why is this my number five? Because it is directed by Gareth Evans, all right, who oh, directed brave. one of my favorite movies of the last 10 years, um, Probably my number two favorite action movie of all fucking time, and that's Raid Redemption. Um, so I cannot wait to see what he has in store for us for this. It's it's something a little bit different, um, but I'm on board whatever he makes. Um, I love Raid 1, Raid 2, um, so this is a little bit uh, different, but man, fucking A. I'm, I'm excited. You guys a fan of Raid 1 or 2? Oh, I love the Raid. Yeah. 
fan of Troll 2. Mm, a little bit different than <laughs> Troll 2. But yeah, so uh, my number five is Apostle. Uh, number four? Uh, my number four is upcoming movie called A Quiet Place, uh, directed by John Krasinski. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right, Jim. Jim directed it uh, with Emily Blunt and some kids. There's a short trailer, um, but there's not a lot to it yet. Uh, all they, the, Pretty much the only thing is if they can't hear you, they can't hunt you. So it's pretty interesting because the the trailer is all silent except for the you know the musical score. You watch them walking into their walking to their home. They're walking on sand. They have like footprinted sand. So they're trying to be quiet in everything they do. They're playing Monopoly. Um, they're rolling dice on carpet. They're moving the pieces with uh, like uh, cotton, uh, little cotton made up uh, pieces that they made. They're talking in sign language the entire time. But the one time they make noise, you just get this, brings in the ominous creature, whatever it may be, they mm. don't know. And then a lot, then after that, it's all tension for the rest of the trailer. It looks really good. Um, Emily Blunt's in it, and she usually gives a really strong performance in just about everything she's in. Um, and John Krasinski is coming off some serious, you know, back end retrying to be a, you know, retrying the whole major movie gig again with I'm all about uh, it dude yeah so I'm, I'm supporting him to be um, in fucking Fantastic Four man yeah I'm yeah. pretty excited well, he signed with Amazon now did he? Mm-hmm. He's Jack like, Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan show coming oh, out. Okay. I mean, well, not that'll that bomb, that takes so. up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, supernatural horror thriller from John great. Krasinski. So. Is that from uh, A24? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. A24's been fucking killing it with the horror films, man. No, Paramount, Platinum Dunes. Okay, huh. Interesting. Where are you going, Seth? Uh, it's been said already, but it's The Predator. Of The Predator. Das Predator. Oh, I'm a little sad that it's like Predator. just it's a, uh, a sequel to the first one. Just says that it's a direct sequel, so I'm I'm hope that they include a little bit more. You want some Schwarzenegger? Yeah, that'd yeah, be cool. Fuck yeah, dude! Right at the end, set you up for another. No, sequel. what the hell, man? Dude, no, get him done and out. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> man, you just you nod and then you move on. No, no, another three with Schwarzenegger. Gosh, I bet you want so many Predator movies that eventually he's just shuffling on the screen and then eventually his bones just turn to dust. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> three. I'd rather right. have CGI. Three with Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Done. Want three. So want that'd three. be four total movies. Well, no, because they're keeping... Because I was um, going to say, you, there was someone that, like, when I made my first movie, uh-huh. a guy shook my hand and said, I want to see three more. And I'm just like... Three more hands? It just confused me. <laughs> <laughs> just confused me. I'm, like, I'm confused. I was confused. I'm like, three more? That'd make four. Why would you want to see four of them? Yeah. Well, I'm confused. Jeremy, what's your number four? <laughs> No one wants a four-part movie. Exactly. Silly. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a little bit more on the on the um, the marketing machine movie for this one, but I'm going with Ocean's Eight. Oh, <laughs> you I are. I think it's gonna be good. <laughs> I th- I think that that people. Oh, are... Dude, can I, let, yes. can, I let, can I let you in on this one? No. Seth, Seth, <laughs> I was t- talking to Seth today, and he goes, "Do you think anybody will s- bring up that Ocean's movie?" <laughs> I am, yeah. I'm giving it a chance. The, the all- I just feel bad it's in your top five. <laughs> Everything's in my top five. Um, the all-female remakes have been bombs mm-hmm. so far, right? How so, many have there been? Ghostbusters. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fuck bomb. that movie. Nothing else I've seen. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Nothing else I've seen. <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be good. The cast looks good. It'll be fun. Is it going to like win an Oscar? No, but... Uh-huh. Uh, it's a movie I'm excited about. Right on. That's a it's a very progressive pick. 
I had to be progressive. <laughs> Nobody else was gonna be. <laughs> Crinks with attitude. Hey, I picked Annihilation, and that's pretty much mostly yeah. chicks. Yeah, there's ladies in that. Yeah, yeah. I would have put Black Dynamite on mine, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number four I'm fucking excited about, man, and it's called Mandy. Have you guys heard about this? Is that the Nick Cage one? All right. No, shit, I was talking this morning, uh, and I said, if anybody puts Mandy on their list, I'm going to... Fuck <laughs> him. So here's the synopsis, guys. Check this out. So, Screw you, man. <laughs> Mandy is set in the primal wilderness of 1983, where Red Miller, a broken and haunted man, hunts an unhinged religious sect who slaughtered the love of his life. Now, it stars crazy fucking Nicolas Cage. It premiered at Sundance with rave reviews. It's currently at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's supposed to be batshit fucking crazy, over-the-top Nicolas Cage. He has the a chainsaw of fight in the movie. Fucking A. <laughs> I, I am he's a, so sold he's on a, this. He's going to go home. When he listens to this podcast, he's going to jerk off to this very moment right here. <laughs> oh, Mandy! <laughs> This is like late 2018, but man, um, I love crazy Nick Cage, and people are saying this is the, the the probably the craziest. He's this is Caster Troy times ten, you know. So I'm really excited about this. Yeah, he's gonna be killing people and eating peaches for hours. <laughs> <laughs> so that takes us to uh, your number three, Jesse. Uh, my number three uh, is Super Troopers two coming out on 420. Of course they are. Yo, Jeremy and I were just talking about. <laughs> And I thought to myself, I'm going to put Super Troopers on so I sound like a complete asshole who's that one fuck who loves Super Troopers. Um, no, it's exciting. It's fun. It's been a long project waiting for them to come out with number two. Uh, they are, uh, apparently, they are uh, in their town. They're starting to pull up some from Canada. So they get to deal with fucking Canadians. And so you also get to see Rob Lowe as a Canadian, hmm. which is about as bad as you could fucking think watching Rob Lowe be Canadian. But it's Super Troopers 2. The whole cast is back. Um, there's not a lot. You, If you don't know it, you're a fucking loser. Go watch Super <laughs> Troopers. And then realize why people want to watch Super Troopers 2. Or don't. And be an asshole. I'm okay with it. My number three's been said already. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ready Player One. Okay. I just hope he can pull it off. Yeah, I Which, thought it was gonna be Ocean's Eight. Yeah, and I was really. Confused. Oh, were you really open? <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a tie. Ocean's Eight, Ready Player One, kind of like a you know. Right there. I don't think Dundee's gonna be real. That's why I made it my number ten. Get off my back. Well, now I want what that one put... movie on my list. That was like, triple threat. Triple threat. Yeah. Fucking a. That sounds bitching. But, but Dundee has. I mean, you got everybody in that. Everyone, Hugh Jackman, the Margot Hemsworths. Robbie, the Hemsworths. Fucking everybody who's Australian. Well, that fucking first trailer that everyone's like, oh, this is funny. Check it out. Laugh out loud. And it, it has Danny McBride standing on a rock saying, a knife. this is a knife. This is a knife. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like Where's Rebel play? Wilson at? I mean, she's Australian, right? Yeah, but she kind of screwed the pooch when she's yeah. done everything else. It's, yeah. <laughs> Is it oh, to me? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to say about my movie. Uh, I, I went with comedy as well, um, and maybe it's just because they're marketing the shit out of it like right now, but that Game Night movie, I want to see it. It looks hilarious. Game Night. Oh, so it's got funny. Jason Bateman in it, Rachel McAdams, okay. um, Winston from New Girl. I don't know what his name is. Um, but essentially, it's like you know your adult friends, you're having a game night, and they're doing like one of those like murder mystery things only it's like a kidnapping type case you know like the fake uh games well then they find out it's not like real fake it's like they're really kidnapping somebody for real yeah. 
and uh, shit starts going wrong. Um, so when's it looks that re- hilarious. When's that release? Next month or this month, I guess February twenty third. Uh oh, the dreaded February. Oh man, <laughs> this is February pick, guys. All right, my uh, my number three. I'm so excited about this, man. Um, it's the Happy Time Murders. I am so excited about this. This it's an American puppet comedy thriller directed by Brian Henson, uh, the son of Jim Henson. Um, here's the synopsis, guys. In a world where puppets coexist with humans as second class citizens, uh, puppet Private Eye and disgraced ex cop. Phil Phillips is hot on the trail of the serial killer who murdered his brother and is now targeting the cast members of the famous 80s television series, The Happy Time Gang. That sounds fucking cool, I'm man. I'm going to tear you a new puppet hole, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. I've seen... Um, so, so Phil Phillips is a puppet, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's man. he's uh, hot on the trail of a serial killer who murdered his brother and is now targeting the cast of the famous 80s television uh, series, The Happy Time Gang. Uh, yeah, ch- check out The Happy Time Murders. There's um, a couple uh, shots up that you can see. Like, this looks epic. It looks great. Um, a lot of love went into it. And like you said earlier, it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit meets the pu- the, the Muppets is yeah. what it looks like. Um, this comes out, I think, August 17th. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. What do you think of that? That's... That's a good Fuck cast. <laughs> I love the fact. I love the fact that when they do a movie, they do a movie. It's either like puppets or CGI or anything like that. It's all. It has a tendency to be a great cast they pick up to do it because you just get to sit in the booth in your fucking pajamas and <laughs> mm-hmm. say words. Great? <laughs> grizzled, grizzled puppet people. Yeah, I'm excited about that, man. I yeah. think that looks like a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right, that takes us to your number two. My number two has already been said. It's uh, Creed 2, which I hope they don't screw the pooch. Um, I'm really excited just because uh, the first Creed was great. There was a lot of great character story. I just hope they are not running the gamut of turning it into a Rocky for a new generation. Um, but Because I felt the first one really pushed itself and made it truly its own story um and create its own story while kind of making rocky just a piece of it yeah this one i feel like they're kind of moving into the vein i mean he already got his revenge i mean it was over uh so there's no need i mean at the end of the movie it didn't really seem to make it doesn't make sense but fuck it you know i want to see michael b michael b jordan box some guy away who's gonna who should beat the shit out of him (laughs) and bring back lundgren and all his beautiful I must break you. Physique. Just fucking bring him back. You know, Just I was, thinking, I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, man, I don't want them to ruin what Ryan, you know, um, Kugler set up. Yeah. But then I'm like, you know what, though? Worked for Ryan Johnson. But you know what? But <laughs> 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 um, what, uh, I was thinking about though. I love the cartoon Rockies as well. Rocky, Rocky uh, three, Rocky four. Oh, yeah. Those are fun Rocky movies, man. So I mean, I I don't know if I want this new uh, franchise to go that route, but I just hope that uh, someone can rein in Stallone. That's you know, like that's my that's no. my worry right there. You know, no, not when they're eventually going to make an Expendables twelve. Yeah, someday. Right. <laughs> so no, it's yeah, I think China just in. financed it, so we're definitely <laughs> getting it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what's yours? My number two is uh, Incredibles 2. Mm, nice. I don't think I need to... I mean, I feel like it's the only Pixar movie that deserved a sequel. But when that original one come out? For a long like, time. More than a decade. Like 12 yeah. years ago, yeah. yeah. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> I don't, man. Whatever, man. It's been so care. long, dude. I don't care. Whatever. It's so long. 
We were just talking about that when we <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> this sure morning. Were, I'm sure you were just talking Over about breakfast, it. I was like, I know he's going to pick that as his number two. <laughs> you guys probably thought this was going to be my number one, but my number two is Aquaman. I'm putting my faith in hmm. it. I think it's going to... Um, I think with a focused movie with a single character that's not as big of a franchise as Superman or Batman that... Uh, they can do it? They'll Wonder Woman it. Yeah. It'll be good. As long as he rides a seahorse just once. Just for like five seconds. I want a seahorse ride sea him. That's what I'm looking <laughs> for. I, I want that poster now. <laughs> Have this guy make it up. My seahorse. <laughs> All right, man. seahorse named Rusty. Is <laughs> My number two is um, it's it should it should come out this year. It should be fall twenty eighteen. I don't know what Netflix plan is, but it's The Irishman. Uh, Martin Scorsese. It's a gangster flick about the death of Jimmy Hoffa. I mean, come on, guys. This is Al Pacino and De Niro together in a fucking Scorsese film in a gangster flick. I'm so excited. You got Joe Pesci, Harvey Keitel, Ray Romano, which I love Ray Romano, man. Uh, one of my favorite movies this year is Big Sick. Um, it's actually probably my number two movie of the year. So it's, it's great to see Ray Romano uh, doing something. Netflix is bankrolling The Irishman at over $100 million. Um, a lot of love is going into this. Um, the only thing this movie's missing, man, for me is DiCaprio. I would love to see DiCaprio with the old school, you know, uh, De Niro and Joe Pesci kind of bringing, you know, everybody together. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited for this. Um, can Scorsese do it, you know, with the old gang, getting them back together? Um, yeah, I'm very interested in this. Um, do you think it's going to... It? I can see Martin Scorsese wanted to do an Oscar push with this, but he's going to have to... The Oscar rules is you have to have it in a theater for I think it's a you know a day a week um, you know of the previous year. So we're we gonna see this on Netflix first. Is it gonna be in the theater? We're we gonna have it uh, in the theater in twenty eighteen and then on Netflix twenty nineteen. I don't know how this is gonna come out, but I'm I'm saying fall twenty eighteen. Yeah, if he's gonna do that, he's got to put it in the theater first. Yeah. Otherwise, he's wasting time. Scorsese, because yeah. no one's be like, fuck it. I just wait till it comes out on my TV and I can sit at home instead of watching in the theater. Yeah. Um, People are cheap and lazy. <laughs> yeah. And Scorsese, I mean, he's wanting that Oscar push, right? Yeah. He's not going to just say, fuck it, throw it on Netflix, and then not be eligible for an Oscar. I just don't see that happening. So I don't know how that's all going to play out, but fall 2018, we should see The Irishman somewhere. So um, that takes us to our number one anticipated movie of 2018, Jesse. Uh, my number one should come as no surprise. It is Black Panther. Nice. Uh, I have been waiting... For this movie for years well before it i was even excited when i originally thought it was going to be a wesley snipes vehicle um back in the 90s but uh after watching civil war and just seeing the amount of love they put into it and the excitement and all the just all the hype surrounding it and that so far according to what the people have been saying the hype is real um, I am pumped to watch Ryan Coogler and his favorite muse, Michael B. Jordan, and Chadwick Boseman, Andy Serkis, will be everybody just fucking wreck it for Marvel. I want, I can't wait for them to come in and, I mean, they're projected to be the, the highest grossing movie, uh, initial, they've got initial ticket sales, highest grossing initial ticket sales already. They're beating everybody. I mean, it's... I'm just excited. For me, it's a it's a big step towards representation and um, just showing that you know it doesn't all have to fucking be Medea. You know, it can be a real movie. You know, and and you know things like uh, Black Panther is a great showing, and you've got Moonlight and all those other ones that have done it. And so uh, this just 
this makes everything about me happy. This that's movie, a, so I'm excited for it. That's a really good progressive pick. As a joke is. <laughs> well, it wasn't funny. No, hey, so you right. told me that it looked like shit today on the phone, though. I did. Have you seen that shot? <laughs> the fight scenes? Yeah. Oh, the fight scenes are shit. Don't get me wrong. From, what the from, fuck's going on with From that? my perspective, the I fight scenes... I have seen enough of it that I think the fight scenes are shit. Why does it look like Tron? Why does it look like worse than Tron? Why does it look like all the other Marvel movies? <laughs> that's because they're trying to... They, <laughs> They're just trying to push towards that. Uh, How is that this mustache? Is their new technology. <laughs> this is the the technology of that era, so they're using that. And you know, everybody takes their they're taking cues from the comic book, but at the same time, they're fucking stupid. They're She's very bright. New. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I don't yeah, know. Didn't you say it looked like Shitty Tron? It looked worse it than Tron. Look, yeah, that does look like <laughs> Shitty Tron. And their fight scenes are crap. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it out loud. I, I hope it's not crap. Is it crap? I haven't watched. I the think actual the fight, fight scenes. Scene. I thought the fight scenes... Have you seen the scene with the spear? When she throws yeah. it at the car? That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. Like, the fight scenes with Dana Guerrero are good. The fight scenes with Michael B. Jordan... Uh, well, not necessarily Michael B. Jordan, but with Chadwick Boseman against some of the other guys, I was like, those fucking sucked. Like, he could it could have been better choreographed or pushed a little more, but I understand where they're going with it, so... For a second, I thought you said Tia Carrera. I Tia was like, Carrera. fuck, is she in black? Yeah, she's back. <laughs> she's, she's back. back. She's this making a her vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> she actually plays the queen. That's not Angela Bassett. Queen. She's been oh recast. <laughs> I'd love it. I want that on a on a shirt. <laughs> I'd only wear it once. But uh, <laughs> to the movie, burning afterwards. All right, where are you going, man? Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You know. Ten years of work. <laughs> that <laughs> pick puts a smile on my face. Yeah. <laughs> Culmination of Marvel movies. Exactly. So. I'll give it a shot. I feel like they got a... I don't know. I hope... Yeah, I know how the hell they're going to pull it off. <laughs> like, I really don't. So, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I do. They're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be great, Seth. Yeah. I promise. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for it, man. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your number one? Alita Battle Angel. You gotta be fucking shit. Are you serious? That's your number one. You're crapping all over Infinity War? Wow. (laughs) At least this movie's like a one of a kind. Infinity War is gonna be more of the same shit. This is not a one of a... They did it better in Japan. I I don't... uh, James Cameron I'm beside myself. You think Christoph Waltz is signing on to shit movies? Fuck yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. What was the... He was... The only thing he's good at is Tarantino flakes... What's what's he done recently that's been shit? There was a there was a shitty one he was in. Wasn't he in um Fuck, you just put me on the spot, but I know he's made two shitty movies. I know it. That new Bond movie wasn't good. Oh, the no. Bond movie was, was fucking trash. He was blow me filled. Yeah, blow me filled. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was Blowfield. Blowfield. Yeah. Blowfield. Oh, he sucked in that so bad. And he was big was he in big eyes? I didn't watch it, but it looked stupid. Wasn't that this movie? The Tim Burton movie like where everybody has big eyes. A bunch of nods. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what else is he in? He's in. Oh yeah, he was in Green big Hornet. Eyes. The Legend of Tarzan. Yeah, Tarzan yeah, that was the and Green Hornet. Tarzan and Green Hornet. What was wrong with Green Hornet? Hornet. He was fine in that sucked. movie. Blavnovsky. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, however, uh, Mr. Clifford, I've been excited for Alita. Um, Battle Angel for 10 years when it was going to be um, Robert Rodriguez it was going to be James Cameron who, who ended up directing it? James Cameron was it, no James. I think it's I think it's a mix it's, isn't it now it's like a it's produced it's a hybrid James yeah Cameron. and then I yeah. I was really excited about the idea but then I watched the trailer 
That that chick freaks me the fuck out. I look at her, and she's got big eyes. What? It's no. it's an interesting style choice. They animeized her, and everybody else is normal. Spooky. It's fucking weird. Spooky. It is weird. It's like staring at a doll. That you don't want to fuck. Yeah, no. It's... Um, whatever. Spooky. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. The, the the so what turns you on? Why washing? Well, I want to <laughs> see I want to see a good um like anime to live action movie in America, um and I don't think we. Well, I think Jordan Pill Jordan no. Pill was going to direct Akira, wasn't he? <laughs> no. Um, can you imagine Jordan Pill directing Akira? Like that was actually in, you know yeah like it was talks. talked about yeah um I'm not a huge Akira fan. Oh Jesus um, Christ! But. I like it's We're not, it's not my done here. it's not my type of anime, but uh-huh. I just, I want it to be good. I think is why it's my number one. I want it to be good. I think Christoph Waltz has it in him to give a good performance. Yeah. I think the style, while it's it's different, it's weird, right? Yeah. Um, it I I think I think it could be cool. So that's why it's my number one. Well, I'm look at the balls it. on you, man. Number one with Alita Battle Angel. You got to respect those balls. That's gutsy. That's gutsy. an American anime. Ah, I'm going for it. All right, man. Um, My number one is Solo. I am so pumped for this. And the reason I am excited for this is uh, just give everybody a recap, man. Like Lord and Miller. It's one of the most intriguing Hollywood stories since I've been doing AV since 2015. Um, There hasn't been a story like this. Uh, Lord and Miller got shit canned because they were making um, a fucking Ace Ventura in space movie. You know, (laughs) it took um, Alden Ehrenreich to go to the head honchos being like, they're turning me into fucking Ace Ventura. I'm talking to Chewie through my ass, you know, and, uh, Kathleen Kennedy came in and she didn't like the tone, you know, so they, they fired him or fired both of them. They bring in Ron Howard, right? And now they, they knew what kind of movie they were going to make, right? And now they're, they're sporting it out as a gangster flick, not a comedy. He came in and filmed, refilmed 80%. I heard all of it. Yeah, I'm hearing 80. I'm hearing 100. He filmed a fucking shitload, refilmed a lot of it. Um, you know, the budget's gone through the roof. Um, the backlash of Last Jedi. They're um, already expecting. They're expecting not any They're money. expecting <laughs> it to bomb. It's a legacy character that you shouldn't probably fuck with. Um, there's so many red flags here, you know, um, of why it should fail. And I'm so interested. I think this is probably one of the biggest, most important tentpole trailers to ever release. When, I guess it's going to release on Super Bowl now. It better be spot on. I thought it was Monday. Was it was going to release? Um, I'm hearing, I think they just announced tonight that it was going to be on Super Bowl. Right before we started podcasting. It will be in um, the, one of the 32nd uh, Super Bowl feeds. Oh, interesting. Yeah, trailers. Uh, which is $5 million for that fucking spot. So <laughs> that's a lot of cash. Yep. But I mean, they, they got, the mouse got, the mouse has the money. Um but yeah, dude, everything going into this, I, uh, I, I don't know what to expect. It, it seems like a bad idea, um, bringing Ron Howard in, refilming all that. Is it going to work? That's why it's my most anticipated movie of 2017. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, with the, with the uh, backlash of Last Jedi, it has to work, or Star Wars could be in a lot of trouble. I can't wait to see if they pull this off. And again, there hasn't been a trailer. It's released in four months. I think they just um, said on Monday, the Venom trailer is going to release, and that doesn't come out until what? October? Yeah. August, October? <clears throat> Han Solo's due in four months, and we don't have a visual. There's a, there's talks of a, um, a, ch- a Chinese name change where they're just dropping Star Wars off of it and just calling it Solo. Um, there's, there's talks of it pushing back to December, which I've said that they should have done, you know, this for the last, you know, 
six so months. Take Star Wars off its. And name. she's gonna call it Solo. Yeah, it's um, like Solo Rider or Solo Justice for the movie in China because it did because the last Star Wars movie did so badly in China that they yeah. don't if they put that on it they feel like it's gonna bomb really bad overseas yeah. and that's such a big it, part of i what. think that's why we haven't seen is it gonna be a super bowl it. trailer uh True. what i just read is monday uh let's see several sources are confirming that the first teaser for the film will officially debut this monday february 5th on good morning america hmm. so okay well so what about in. a 30 second sh- they here's, couldn't even get the Today here's Show. What I'm, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm gonna predict. Here's what I'm gonna predict. Thirty seconds, <laughs> maybe a teaser footage yep. ahead. So, so I'm, I'm gonna call it like this: thirty second um, teaser probably on Super his Bowl. Feet walking, then the Falcon flying. Yeah. It probably just says Solo for thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or it's just Donald Glover coming. You should have a cool Colt forty five while you're yeah. riding the Millennium Falcon. How about this: a thirty second <laughs> teaser on Super Bowl, full trailer on Monday. Good Morning America. That's the way they're gonna go. I bet you. Um, but yeah, I am so excited just to see if they can pull this off, especially, like I said, with that last Jedi backlash, it, it might not, it's definitely have to, it has to leave an impression. People got to talk about this movie. If they, it, if Alden Ehrenreich, he opens his mouth and he's not Han Solo, goddamn, you thought the backlash for Last Jedi was bad. We're going to relive all that again through Solo. So that's my number one. Let's get into some honorable mentions, guys. Um, I had quite a few. Um, do you have any that you want to share, Jesse? I had a handful, but most of the ones that I uh, that I have on honorable mention are going to be have already been talked about: The Predator, Deadpool, Infinity War, Annihilation. Um, uh, I'm also an MI6. Uh, I'm also excited for uh, Fantastic Beasts: The Crime of Grindelwald. Crimes of Grindelwald. I'm excited to kind of see a younger younger Dumbledore, see how they push uh, Newt Scamander. And then um, since my wife is a huge Harry Potter fan uh, and I've watched all the movies with her, I don't know how many times I could shoot myself in the face before watching again. But <laughs> I wonder if Dumbledore's going to get shot in the face in this uh, one, if you know I, what I mean. It's, uh, there is rumors that they may not even touch on his sexuality, which oh, a lot I wasn't of people ta- are I wasn't bitter talking about, about that. Oh, they are. Oh, they are. <laughs> He's going to take a load in the face. Um, they're going to his armors. Um, no, uh, they, they've talked about a lot of um, bringing up some of the other characters that you only hear about blurbs in the uh, in the movie or in the original the Harry Potter movie so, mm-hmm. and in the books. So it's kind of exciting to watch those, uh, to watch those people come to life and see what they do with it. Right on. Nothing? Nothing. Jeremy? Most of mine were mentioned in your list that were my, like, seconds on, on you know, month to month, right? Uh, but the the one that I have is an honorable mention that's not going to be a good movie at all. But I just read an article about it. So Netflix bought the rights to that Japanese-made uh, Full Metal Alchemist movie, and it's going to be coming out on Netflix for Americans to watch. Um and I read a whole article about why you should give it a second chance. It's going to be a shit movie, but they said it's still a ton of fun. If you liked the anime, there's enough like Easter eggs in there for you to like have fun and get excited about it and, and just like sit down. Don't expect too much and just enjoy the movie. So um, I'm excited for that to come to Netflix uh, in 2018. Right on. Um, I have a couple honorable mentions here, but uh, mostly I just want to let people know that there's some really badass shit coming out and... Uh, this might be the first time they hear it, so I want to make sure it gets out there. Um, one honorable mention real quick is I'm really excited for the rest of the Godzilla movies, guys. 
you know, they're supposed to hit yeah. Netflix. I really enjoyed um, Godzilla, mm-hmm. so I can't wait to uh, watch it again. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's is it supposed to be this year. Uh, that's I don't know. That's what I've heard. That's why I didn't even make my list. That that could have snuck up on a ten. That might have removed uh, Bollywood Rambo for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like I said earlier, Black Dynamite two, man. Uh, I think Black Dynamite's pantheon. Um, if Black Dynamite two is on here, it would be top five. Um, yeah, top three probably. Um, so I'm excited about those honorable mention, um, dragged across uh, concrete. Have you guys heard about that? No. All right. Have you guys heard of, uh, S Greg, uh, S Craig Zoller? Yeah. Okay. Um, bone Tomahawk, uh, brawl and cell block 99, um, which that might be sneaking up on my top 10 uh, movies of last year, probably more towards the top nine or 10. I thought it was a great movie that a lot of people aren't even talking about. Uh, but, um, Dragged Across uh, Concrete is a gritty police uh, brutality thriller uh, starring Mel Gibson, Vince Vaughn, Don Johnson, Michael Jai White. Um, That sounds badass. And this guy's making a name for himself. So I'm all about that. That was on my list for a while and it just snuck off. Um, You Were Never Really Here, which is a Joaquin Phoenix movie Mm -hmm. um, where he's a uh, a mercenary um, taking on the uh, sex trafficking. I think that looks uh, really awesome. Um, No one brought up Holmes and Watson. Oh yeah, the uh, new Will Ferrell, John C. Riley. Yeah, where Step Brothers and Ralph Fiennes yeah. is um, <laughs> Ralph Fiennes is more uh, Moriarty. So Great. I think that could be a lot of fun. Step Brothers in the. Uh... Late 1800s. <laughs> yeah, Sounds right. Great. Yeah. Um, I ha- I won't say uh, too much more about Annihilation, but uh, you know, directed by Alex Garland. You know, I'm, mm. I'm excited about that. Um, see what it does in February. Um, and then Anna and the Apocalypse. It's a horror musical zombie um, a film. I've seen the trailers for that. That looks really funny. Yeah, and just I, kind of interesting. I reached out to the director, so hopefully we'll have an interview here soon. So we're actually uh, closing in on all the details with that. Um, Isle of Dogs was on mine. Um, I just remembered two more that I was thinking about. Um, one new one coming to Netflix that I'm pretty excited about. I saw the trailer for was Mute. That's on mine too. Uh, with um, oh Alex uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, uh, and he's got he can't speak, and it's just sci-fi and sequel to Moon. Gray, Did you ever yeah. watch Moon? Yeah, that was a fantastic movie. Yeah, um, directed then, by David Bowie's son. And then the other one was uh, that I remembered that I really loved the trailer for, uh, based out of a comic book, uh, which is funny enough is I Kill Giants. Hmm, um, it's a, a girl she's kind of weird kind of quirky wears bunny ears um and she comes home a lot of times with like scrapes bruises doesn't really socialize well at school she's hunting giants and she gets a friend involved uh another like a teacher ends up getting involved with it as well um and you see the giant towards the end like one of them that she hunts and it's really cool it, it looks um it looks like a very interesting story kind of a coming of age um, with a little bit of a uh, supernatural sci-fi twist to it. Oh, so. nice. Um, Ready Player One, you know, um, the world looks so busy and kind of unappealing to me. I'm not completely on board, so it's going to depend on what Spielberg does with the world building um, within that movie because I, I'm watching these people play the game, right, with all those cars are going over the fucking bridge. Mm. And I was telling a buddy of mine, I was like, I would never play a fucking mm. game. <laughs> that game looks stupid and as you're trying to win all that money. No, but yeah, maybe if I was trying to win money, but it looks like everybody actually likes the game. And I think I would never play a game where there's a million fucking cars and you guys are having to go over a bridge and then fight fucking Chucky. I don't know. I think that game sounds fucking retarded. The the concept of that movie has me really excited. Uh I think the concept's really cool. None of the trailers have gotten me into it yet. Exactly. It's like, hey, let's play a game. I'll be Chucky. Um, 
you be fucking the DeLorean. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I'm not playing. Um, I'll play Halo. But um, <laughs> Unsane <laughs> it looks uh, really interesting. We talked about that. Uh, the uh, uh, movie shot on an iPhone. Um, and then they're doing a Suspiria remake. Um, remaking Dario, Dario Argento's classic, which sounds like a terrible idea. Um, I'm kind of curious what that's going to look like. Um, and then Mowgli comes out, directed by um, Andy Serkis. The live action, mm-hmm. you know, Jungle Book, you know, which but is... it looks way... But they're talking like it's going to be way scarier and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So. Did you guys watch the trailer for Hereditary? It mm-hmm. just released. Yeah. It came out of Sundance. A lot of people were saying spooky as shit. Mm-mm. I saw... I've seen the trailer pop up on some of my feeds and I wanted to watch it, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, and then I had Quiet Place, which you brought up. Yeah. Um, I think that looks great. Are the creatures, like, outside? Yeah. Okay, and then they come to the door or they, whatever? They pretty much come in any sound... Okay. Pretty much they hear sound yeah. and they do it. The kid accidentally in the trailer, the kid knocks over a um, knocks over a lamp. Uh, it's like a kerosene lamp. Knocks yeah. it over and you hear the glass break. And then the they start a little fire and then it stops and everybody the freak out and like sh- they give the you know finger the lips everybody be quiet. And then you can start hearing it like jump on the roof, okay. um, claws and then, I was just curious. Yeah, it's yeah. you don't see the monster, which. I mean that that makes me nervous anyway because yeah. you you always want you always kind of want to get a glimpse of it but they don't give any glimpse which I think is going to bring the more of the suspense to the story. That's why too. Jaws mm-hmm. is so effective. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know you don't get the monster till the end. Yeah, so. and just uh, two more: uh, the man who killed Don Quixote. 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 Yeah, I've been uh, Don Quixote is what I used to say back in the day. Isn't it Don Quixote? Right. I think it's Quixote. Quixote. I used to say Don Quixote is what I used to say. Don okay. Quixote. Yeah, Don Quixote. But I've been wanting to see this movie for, man, I remember uh, being a young lad working at Taco Bell because it's a Terry Gilliam movie. He's tried to make this movie eight times in the last 20 years. Ended up doing a documentary called Lost in La Mancha with Johnny Depp. And now he's finally got the uh, you know the finances. Uh, he went out and made it. Everything clicked this time. So we actually get to see you know his movie. So I'm really excited about that. And then... Uh, something that no one else brought up that uh, I'm really excited about um, is Mary Poppins. You know, it's it's actually a sequel. It's not a reboot. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is they're bringing back Dick Van Dyke, man. I love fucking Dick Van Dyke. Isn't he like 93? <laughs> He's old, dude. But no, you watch, um, he was just uh, singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang at a Denny's. You can look up. And he's like full of life and laughter. Yeah. And he's so energetic. He did. He was, uh, I think last year he did a, uh, he was on like the Grammys or Tonys or something and did a dance number. Yeah. Like he can, st- I mean, still he doesn't move. move like he used to, but he can still move. Yeah, he, he puts a smile on my face, yeah. man. So I'm all about that. Uh, so those, those some honorable mentions. I just wanted to make sure we got some of those out because I think it's going to be a good year. Um, you know, 2018 looks like it's a really stacked mm-hmm. and, uh, it's not just comic book movies. No, there's no. a lot of good shit coming down. A lot like, of horror. Yeah. Strangers yeah. 2 is coming out. Well, str- um, yeah. Uh, that was like kind of a surprise movie, the first one for me. So who who knows what the second one will yeah. be so, like? But. Lots of sequels, lots of sequels. Yeah. So is there anything else you guys want to comment on before we get to movie news? Seth, I'm good. Jeremy, I'm good. All right, we will be back with movie news. Fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe, but this. Does put a smile on my face. Welcome back to Movie News. This is where we talk about the latest scoops, rumors, and movie trailers so you can stay in the loop, on your toes, and up to date. We are getting a Passion of the Christ sequel. What's your thoughts? Take it or leave it? 
Is it Mel Gibson? Yeah, he's going to be directing it, which I think is a pretty interesting comeback for him, you know? Is it Jim Caviezel? Yeah, he's coming back as well. I'm good. What story are they going to tell? What, dude, I mean, if you think about it, it's honestly Prince Money. I mean, it's probably the... Um, I'm surprised they didn't make a sequel whenever Passion of the Christ came yeah. out because you have the crucifixion yeah, but, and okay, the resurrection. But I feel like that they just focus on his three days in hell or something like that. Like, I don't see Mel Gibson, especially showing that movie, like, with how that one, like portrayed like the crucifixion. I just don't see them trying to go through anything that makes the resurrection special. Or anything like yeah. I feel like that it's just gonna be torment in hell, and then it'll end with probably. Yeah. I think yeah, I think but with Mel, Grip, Mel Gibson at the at the helm. Oh yeah, I think that could be fucking interesting because you know, Passion of the Christ has been accused of being torture porn, you know. But I think there's a visual, there's a visual quality to Passion of the Christ. It just because focuses, of Mel Gibson as a director. I it just I think that the pro, where people it falls short with a lot of um, spiritual people, for lack of a better term, yeah. uh, that it focuses on the physical pain of christ rather than like the the spiritual and the mental pain that was happening yep. during that that uh you know that, that 24 hours i think it could be interesting if he does go to hell i mean we've never seen anything like that on screen because that's yeah. that's where it'd probably go because i you know after um yeah he descends into hell yeah yeah i think that would be very very interesting approach um, for Passion of the Christ, but you know what? It's a moneymaker, man, because you have a certain demographic that will go see it. I mm. mean, I think Passion of the Christ cost $30 million. You know what it, it banked globally? Probably more than a billion. 600 and like some odd, you know, million yeah. dollars. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's money in your, in your, in your fucking pocket. It what is, think, but you can also like really alienate some people. Like when I went to see that movie, um, this is what I'm saying the core audience for a movie like that is there was like a Mary Kate and Ashley movie like premiere like preview in it and these old ladies next to me were like they walked out of the theater because they didn't feel like that trailer should be in front of Passion of the Christ and so I think that you have like you have a demographic for it right that you can make money on it but you also have to like do it the right way and you can you gotta appeal to that demographic yeah, you could, they could turn on you yeah, exactly. That's yeah. That's mm-hmm. my point. Is is they could really, it could it could be bad. I remember watching Passion of the Christ in the theater, and people were just weeping, you know, and just crying, and they were moved. I'm cool. <laughs> Black Dynamite too. <laughs> so Black Dynamite's supposed to be coming out in 2018. Okay, so take yeah. it or leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it on the cross. I didn't say that. Just leave it. Dude, man. <laughs> Critics had to, bro. I'm a heathen, so just, I don't care. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be made. I mean, he already, you see him sitting there at the end, don't you? Because don't you see, like, at the end, isn't Satan, like, screaming in hell, and then all of a sudden, like, he uh, rose what again? what the hell? I don't think so. Is yeah. It? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Satan's Satan... screaming in hell? Yeah, he's like, ah, and it goes up, and the next thing you know, he's like, you see Resurrection yeah. Day. It's and a hard movie to watch, too, right? You can't just invite your no, friends over. It's like, it's like Wizard of Oz. Or Schindler's List. Come yeah. over. Let's watch Schindler's List. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a strange, like, movie-watching experience. Oh, yeah. I've only seen it once. I only yeah, saw it, like, I watched it once, too. But I do so. think Mel, Mel Gibson has um, a, a, just an eye behind the camera, man. So there was moments in Passion of the Christ where I was just like, man, that's fucking creepy. Like, it had that, like, devil guy, like, behind the crowds of people, just the way that he looked and well, it was interacted. Was that what it, it's yeah. been years since I've watched yeah. it, but I remember it's liking the... Um, his director beats, you know, mm-hmm. if, if he would. But um, let's get into something a little bit lighter. Are you taking it or leaving it? 
Uh, I need to know what the story is. Like it's what? The, it's a what's fucking resurrection. It, it's the Easter story. I mean, I don't know. I, for for now, I say crucify it. Okay. But oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. All right. Keep it. Take it. Leave, uh, leave it hanging around. What are you doing? I already said. What, what about say? him? <laughs> he said he doesn't know what the fuck's going on with it. And I said I don't need it. It's a story that doesn't need told. Because at the end, they already show the resurrection, that he lived. Hmm. All right, let's get into something a little bit lighter, guys. <laughs> uh, let's talk about but Kevin. Seth, what about you? What do you think about it? <laughs> Are you religious, Seth? Yes, Brad. Yes? Yes. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Kevin Feige and superhero movies. I think that's... Uh... A safer path right now. Um, so he says that uh, superhero fatigue will affect Marvel first before audiences. Um, he goes on to say, for years predating the history of Marvel Studios itself, people asked me about superhero fatigue and if it was a, a fad or a phase. I say if they're all different, if they're all special, nobody will get tired of these things before uh, we at Marvel Studios will. Since we live and breathe these things 24 hours a day, uh, you make films like Thor Ragnarok, like Homecoming, like Guardians of the Galaxy... Uh, certainly like Black Panther and the upcoming Infinity War to keep it interesting and change it up. And we will continue to do that. So what are you guys thinking about um, just superhero fatigue? Because as we started this uh, conversation out tonight, there's 11 superhero movies coming out. Um, 10, 11, something like that. It's packed. It's mm -hmm. a packed year. What do you guys think about superhero fatigue? I'm sure it's uh, it's going to happen eventually. Probably at some point, but just like anything... Don't go out and watch every single fucking movie immediately. Go out and see the ones you really want to watch. Um, if you're that into it, like my main, my main movie I want to see, I want to see Black Panther and Aquaman. That's it. I mean, I don't need to, I don't need to see all eleven. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'll eventually will, watch them all. Yeah, I'll, will. eventually I'll watch them all. But I, you know, some it may wait till down the road when it comes out on uh, Blu-ray DVD. Some of it, you know, maybe weeks after, but you don't have to go absorb every single one of those movies as they come out. Yeah. And and no matter what, it's people start getting in. They're just it's a genre. It's just like everything else. You don't ever hear people going, "Oh, I get too many fatigued. dramas, yeah, too many dramas, too many horror movies, too many actions." Yeah, because I would say there's more dramas than anything, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Any given and, year, and or yeah, or rom coms. I mean, shit, or. A, another fucking Nicholas Sparks movie based on that. You know, it's one of those things that as long as they keep it fresh and they play to their audience um, and they understand their audience, I don't think I don't think the fatigue will set in for a while because there's so many stories to tell. Otherwise, people would stop reading comic books yeah. at this point. And I do like how they're switching it up. I think, like, you know, Ant-Man is a, is a heist movie. Uh, Civil War is a political movie. You know, you have mm -hmm. a lot of different, um, you know, things that they play with, um, and especially the tones, you know, as well. You look at something like Logan, right? It's, it's very, um, very gritty, you know? Um, and then we have, uh, is it the Dark Mutants? What's it called? That comes New out of the New Mutants. New yeah. Mutants, yeah. Um, they're going for a, a very, you know, um, not rated R, but pretty close to it, Phil. So I think that's important, too, to keep on playing with tones. What do you think? Um, they're going to have to, they're going to have to really wow me. I'm pretty, like, I feel like I'm going to check out after Infinity War. Yeah? I mean, like, it's been long enough. These stories... But you don't should... want them to stop, do you? I don't know. Do they need to keep going? I think so. I think, what like, uh... To... What's after Thanos and the Gauntlet? It depends on what they bring in. They can bring in X-Men, you know, like in 2020, 2021. They're going to do, um... I don't know if that would make it better. What's the next big thread that they would go with? I don't know. Maybe well, Galactus? We haven't rebooted Spider-Man in, like, a year, so we yeah. could redo that. 
I think there's a lot of stories out there, and especially... Man, I'm like... On your side, and you're still shitting on me. It's great. It's so good. I would anyway, hate for them to stop when we're. I'll getting... be curious with yep. Avengers four because the I mean that'll that'll be the kind of the bookend on it. I feel like, yep. and then start something all new. Well, because I when we, I was talking to you earlier today, and you said uh, something that you know I agree with. It's the time of the nerds. You know, it is. And um, what I like about that is I think studios are finally listening. I think they finally get it, you know, that there's a demographic and they don't, you know, we're long past fucking up our franchise or at least trying to fuck up our franchises. Like they're going to cater to us, you know, Um, they're going to pull stuff straight from the comic book. And uh, I would hate for them to stop now when they're getting so much right. Yeah. You know, I think again, I don't know how you're going to top Thanos and the gauntlet and you know, resetting reality and all that kind of crazy shit because it looks like that... I don't know. I'm trying to stay away from it, but, you know, you hear about pictures and shit where it's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be stuff from phase one is going to be brought back up, and that excites me, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I think the future's bright. I'm excited. What yeah. do you think? I have the fatigue, and it makes it tough for me to even... You know, the DC movies I'm excited about, but it makes it, it, makes it tough to, like, even be excited about those because... We have so much. If if they keep telling like human stories, like Guardians of the Galaxy one liked that because they're t- told a real human story. I thought even Deadpool one had like for as many jokes as they had, there was a lot of humanity in that. So if they tell stories that people can like relate to, as opposed to just being CGI fight fests, then um, I think they can keep going. If they revert to like here's easy money, we've got big villains, and, and obviously it's been on both sides. Uh, it's what it's it's what uh, DC is copying in the wrong way, right? Um, it's just these overproduced messes. Then the fatigue's going to be really real. All right, I'm gonna start off uh, with you, Jeremy. Uh, first trailer for Ant Man and the Wasps. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp dropped. Uh, thoughts on that? Take it or leave it. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, I thought you you don't like it. No, I just you know was ready for you to hate it. No. Okay. I, I think I think Ant Man knows where where it is. It's fun. Um it's I'm not like trying to go into that movie like learning about my life, right? I'm just going trying to to enjoy it. Um so yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I think you know what, I'm a my favorite hero is uh at least my top three is Ant Man. I, I love the microverse, I love um Paul Rudd's character, you know, he's just kinda who wants to be the family man, you know, he always gets into you know, deep shit, you know, he's got some comedic, um, you know, value, but, uh, I love Ant-Man and, um, I have to say after watching this trailer, I'm not as pumped for Ant-Man as I was say like Black Panther when I first watched that trailer or, um, um, Guardians or Spider-Man Homecoming. I think I was, uh, I'm sorry, Thor Ragnarok. Um, I think I was probably more pumped for those off a of first viewing of the trailer than what I am of Ant-Man. I was think I was expecting a little bit more, um, I don't know quite what I was expecting, but you know, after watching it a couple times, I do think it looks fun. Like the Pez dispenser, you know, flying towards the, uh, the vehicle and yeah, I mean, I think good beats in it. I think they know that it's not like going to be their most serious movie. Right. And so if I go into to it, knowing that then, then I'll take it. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. I think my issue was it looked a little bit bland, you know, bland compared to watching Thor Ragnarok, you leave a theater, there's a lot of color and there's a lot of humor. It's almost like a Guardians movie. And it's kind of like brought back down to earth with Ant-Man. So I, I don't know. Um, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to go see it. But uh, I'm probably not as pumped as Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, you know, um, when those were, were approaching. Um, Take it or leave it. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'll take it, but... Um, Love it when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Gosh, I was trying to think of what, um, because like there's a couple like fun moments, but I feel like that the thing, the best parts of the first one, you don't see much of. Like Michael Pena is awesome. He, he's just walking. Like how much better would that trailer have been with, with starting out with him explaining something? Oh, like I think yeah, that would just, yeah. I think that would be awesome. And then there's just not very much Paul Rudd in this movie or the trailer either. And I get that you have to introduce the Wasp. Yeah. But like, his first trailer, you know. Yeah. But still, I just was kind of like, hmm, yeah. I feel like both those things are, you know, pretty big components of the first one. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys notice that car with all the flames on it, the purple one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys think that was, that was a car that's supposed to shrink down to be like a Hot Wheels car? Probably. Because it looks yeah. like a Hot Wheels car. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's kind of fun. My, the third act of Ant-Man is one of my favorite third acts in a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. you know, on the train station. Yeah. You know, or the, the train set, you know. So um, I hope that uh, we get to see the microverse just for a little bit. Uh, yeah, you'll see it. For a little bit. You but saw I, them in that ship and, like, uh, them yeah. running around, like, the mites and but stuff But you know how like the that? third act in Ant-Man was just a... Um, just a hiccup there? It, it was real quick. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I wanted to spend more time. Like, I wanted to well, spend time in a toy box. And I wanted to spend time on the train set. Well, I, I think hope his, that we're uh, in the microverse for I a while. I think Hank Pym's wife's showing up, Janet Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, Michelle Pfeifers. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm excited, especially if they go microverse and they. Well, they got to get her out of the microverse. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. as long as they they take us there and it's not just you know five minutes. Like, let us explore Ooh. the microverse. Micronauts. Yeah, fucking a. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? Take it or leave it. Um, as of right now, I'm on hold. Uh, I enjoyed the trailer. It looked fun. I know they wanted to showcase more of uh, uh, Janet on there. To make her, uh, to make her more, for everybody to just show that she's a viable character and that she's a viable heroine, and that was the point I think of the initial trailer because you didn't, you got a little bit of her in the original movie, but not quite as much, and they wanted to showcase her and showcase the new stuff. But I'm on hold until pretty much I'm on hold until I can see Michael Pena's character do something. I, I and maybe a little more Rudd, like Seth was saying. I think I feel like. Once I get a little more of that, or maybe a second trailer that showcases yeah, a little more exactly. of the story, I'll be okay. This is more of a teaser, and I was like, I'm on hold until I see the next part. Yeah, I think we're on the same level on that. Uh, did, were you more excited for Thor Ragnarok and obviously Black Panther when you first watched those trailers? I didn't... Black Panther's an anomaly, because I didn't care. The moment I knew it, the moment I knew he was in Civil War, I knew a movie was coming, it was just a win, so I didn't care on that point. On Thor Ragnarok... It excited me because it was a different take, um, but it's because they were they they just decided to take a take Thor in a different direction, and I felt that and a brighter, more energetic direction. I just felt that was a good way to move it, and I was probably a little more excited for that than I am for the Ant Man one. But that's just it's the initial trailer. It's that teaser, yeah, exactly, to get you going. Not not enough to sell you on it completely, but enough to make you go, "When's the next one coming?" And that's all. That's that's what got me. I'm ready. When's the next one coming? So I can see what's really gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. All right, back at you, Jesse. Men in Black is getting completely rebooted. Take it or leave it. Leave it. I don't need any more men. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I I saw the first one and then I saw the second one and the third one and I regretted every moment of it. And first I'm good. one's not bad. No, the the mainly the second and third one. I mean, yeah. I mean more. The first first one, one was good. First one's like I like the first one because yeah. it's the we were arguing about this last night. Yeah, yeah. When was the last? Life. When was the last good Will Smith movie? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that's no right. Shit. Yeah. So I'm um, yeah I was uh I don't need any more Men in Black. 
I'm good. You know, there's there were talks about a, a crossover. I don't know if you guys remember this. Yeah, between, I was um, going to say that. 21 to Jump Street. Yeah, that sounds hilarious. I think that sounds like a brilliant idea. It sounds yeah. like a fresh idea. 21 Men yeah. in Jump Street? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that, like, what if they're trying to get recruited? Could you imagine Channing Tatum trying to, and Jonah Hill trying to get recruited into Men in Black? That'd be great. But this yeah. is completely a re-imaging now. I guess they're, they've, they've lost sad. that. Yeah, I think it's sad, too. I think that was... And I'm not a fan of 20, 21 Jump Street, but I think that sounds fresh and cool like I it's some, for some done. reason it sounds like it works Hollywood usually doesn't yeah, it does it does yeah. mm-hmm. um, sounds like fan fiction gone right completely re-imaging here um, so uh, yeah no Will Smith no Tommy Lee Jones take it or leave it what do you think get out of here man yeah yeah. <laughs> I don't even like Men in Black 2 or 3 Mm-mm. but I really like Men in Black 1 yeah yeah take by the way uh, in my opinion Bad Boys 2 was Will Smith's last good movie <laughs> I liked Bright. Bright was okay. I don't right. think it deserved the shit. It's all right. No. Like it's no Bright. Bad Boys it's, 2. It is no Bad Boys 2. <laughs> Have you seen Bad Boys 2? It's been a long time. Maybe that's what you need to come over and watch. Yeah. It's Bad Boys 2. <laughs> yeah. I remember Bad that long ass, like, going through the shanty town. Like, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's, it's been amazing. a while. Do you remember when they're dropping the, the cars off the back of the... Yeah. yeah, I would like That's to watch. Real. That was yeah. live. We'll get we'll get into bad boys here in a little bit. So, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? I think they've gotten progressively worse every movie. This one will not disappoint in that area. You think yeah. two's better than three? Yeah, I do. Wow. Yeah, I think one is better, but I don't give a shit. No, no, one is the best. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Saying, okay. He said progressively worse. worse. So I'm like, I and feel I think like four will be the worst. Five, of I felt like three was. Even I think two, two. I think two and three were probably equally bad for me. I don't oh, give a wow. shit about either one. Okay, but just real fun, okay? Like fantasy casting. Who should play Will Smith? Just off the top of your head. Are we keeping like the same kind of rules? White, black, Tommy Lee Jones, you know, Will Smith. Are we going to do that? Yeah, you can flip-flop it. You can flip-flop it. Yeah. To be whatever. Anybody would be... Pretty much Two you women. Young. <laughs> you, you could. It <laughs> might be good. Who knows? You McCarthy just a young, fresh recruit. <laughs> McCarthy and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. <laughs> I, I would watch... Eminem. I would watch Melissa McCarthy as the like... Uh, director or um, character or whatever like their boss yeah um Haley joel osment is who i put in every single film so <laughs> Haley joel osment and michael j white <laughs> now we're talking mccarthy is the boss but doing her best rip torn impersonation the entire time i was a men in black god damn it have you ever seen that him getting arrested and he screams that yep. in the back of a cop car maybe Dolph Lundgren. check it out no more realistically probably be chris pratt and no, they already made a movie together. That's so funny. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, that was like that Space Rape movie. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where he, he tricked her. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? That was... Yeah, it was very <laughs> deceiving. It was a very deceiving flick. deceiving play. motherfucker. All right, let's talk about uh, Bad Boys 3. It'll begin production in August. Take it or leave it. Now, it's I'll, not Michael Bay. I'll take it. Yeah? It's, as long as they keep the Will Smith, Martin Lawrence chemistry going... That's what makes that... I mean, Michael Bay has his... And some Skittles. Yeah, and some, <laughs> and some Skittles. Uh, and Tropical Fruit Bubblicious. Um, I think as long as they have that going for them, that's going to make up a lot for it because they can they can emulate some of the pieces other than, you know, your classic... You'll miss your classic Michael Bay shots. Maybe a, maybe a change in action might be needed for them, but I think, you know, you have two of Miami's finest out there wrecking fucking <laughs> havoc... And shooting each other's cars up and being assholes. I think it'll be you great. You still get producing God, Jerry Bruckheimer. I don't give a shit. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, I'll take what it. What has Martin Lawrence been doing, though? Is he Does he have his shit together? 
I don't give a fuck. Put him in the movie. Yeah? What if he's like 300 pounds? I don't give a shit. It's going to be good. Because <laughs> he'd give him shit the entire movie for it, and it'd just be Will Smith and Martin Lawrence giving each other shit, and Martin Lawrence breathing heavy. <gasps> yeah, this guy, if he's super fat, I don't Dude, care. I'll this watch is, it. This is just some fantasy casting, all right? But we, I just came off the Nick Cage, you know, like a Jerry Bruckheimer, Con Air, mm-hmm. The Rock, Michael Bay, The Rock. Make Nicolas Cage the bad guy. I'd take that. That'd be badass, wouldn't it? That would be. Yeah. Make Haley Joel Osment the bad guy. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Haley Joel Osment as his henchman. Make Alita the bad guy. <laughs> That'd be Crossover. fucked up. Oh, shit. Look at them fucking eyes. <laughs> Look like huge-ass Skittles. <laughs> All right, where are you going? Take it or leave it? I'm taking it. Take I'm looking it. at Martin Lawrence in 2017. <laughs> I want to know what he looks like. Looks like, what was that? Uh, was it Big Mama's house? Was that what it was? <laughs> yeah, but that was a fat suit. He wasn't actually fat. <laughs> yeah. That was, dude, you know, that's one of those movies. I don't know what it is. Guys wearing fat suits as women, i just eat those movies up for some reason. <laughs> oh, it'd be fine. It'd be just fine. It's going to be fine. Hmm. It's going to be fine. <laughs> What's with your hmm? He's fine. I was never a big bad boy. I, w- I need to dude, go back. Dude, you and- need to go back and watch I- I'm it. I'm never going to talk shit about a movie that I haven't watched in 10 years. I haven't watched... Because I uh, I haven't watched The Rock in 10 years before I recently watched it again. Here it was great. Man, Rock's badass, man. I just... I, I went even. Oh, I went out and bought the shirt. The prime cream. I-, I bought that shirt. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I got the shirt upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wore it like a motherfucker. I'll take it. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just why? excited to be here. I just... Why? Why does everybody want me to be the naysayer on this? No, I um, fuck I Smith, fuck Martin Lawrence, yeah. fuck Michael fuck Bay movies. Up. If Haley Joel Osment's not in it, I'm out. No, um, I'm not a. I actually, Michael Bay is hit or miss for me. He's oh. made some oh, bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not. Oh, back. he's real miss. <laughs> yeah. There's more miss than hit. On yeah. That. yeah. So, so yeah. him not being attached is like. Yeah. A positive for me. So. Well, I'll tell you what, though. I would love to be Michael Bay, dude. He works with the hottest chicks, the fastest cars, the newest weapons. That's a fucking awesome job. He gets to see all the coolest technology. He gets $300 million per movie to fuck with with a budget. The movie yeah. sucks. Yeah, but the movie it. sucks, though. Is no, that what it you doesn't really matter. Want? Can you imagine going to work every day? Work somehow. Can you imagine? That movie goes and just enough people watch it to make their money back yeah. and a little bit more. And they're like, oh. Make a fucking sequel. Yeah. You drive home in your fucking Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Bay sequel. Yeah, what was the last good Will Smith movie, though? Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2. Is it? I'm gonna, yeah. I I agree. I agree with Bad Boys 2. I'm gonna take it, because I like Will Smith. Like, Um, funny Will Smith movies? No, just just in general. general. Just in general. Bad Boys 2. Don't give me that seven pounds. You know, there's... (laughs) I'm excited. Um, (laughs) Twenty. Oh. <laughs> yeah, seven pounds. Fuck that movie. Um, what, was that? what was the one where he was uh, stupid? Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. yeah, you know where he fucked up, putting his son in every goddamn thing. What was that M Night Shyamalan Earth. movie? After Earth. After Earth. Oh my god. After Earth. Sorry. I I watched sorry. that. I watched that in its entirety, and all I did was go fuck you, Will Smith. Fuck you, Jaden Smith. Fuck you, all people who like this. This is shit. Jeez. Shit. 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 You're ruining my life, Will Smith. Yeah. You I like I Am Legend though. Eh. No. <laughs> that was a watchable movie. <laughs> Dude, I have, well, every movie is watchable. Just... I have Last Man on Earth in the bookshelf. All right, in there. That's It's based off of, you know, I Am Legend. Mm. Actually, I Am Legend. You need to read that, dude. 
because last man or what? What was the fucking Will Smith one called? I am Legend. Yeah, it is. I am Legend. Because I am Legend. Based man, on that book. Then yeah, because Vincent yeah. Price did Last Man on Earth, which yeah. was based off that as well. Mm-hmm. I always forget the name of my book. I am Legend. Yes, that's what the original name of yes. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His movie sucked with the fucking dog. That's horrible. Well, the dog did just fine. I had no problems <laughs> with the dogs. I hated this. In that movie. You know what? What killed it for me? I actually like some of it. You know, um, but it was the uh, the CG for the fucking. Animals, things. No, not the animals. The uh, creatures. The creatures. Yeah, yeah, animal things. The creatures. They are horrible. <laughs> also known as <laughs> creatures. Uh, Smith does have an awesome movie in 2019, though. I cannot wait to see. It's called Gemini Man. Have you guys heard of that? Um, it's directed by Ang Lee, and um, he's an older cop who um, has to take on a clone of himself. That sounds like a cool Will Smith vehicle. I think. No. No, you don't think so? No, I haven't. I I don't. Well, what? Like Hitch. Trust, <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Fuck Hitch. I forgot I about that. Yet. Trust... That was the last good movie. I'm like, I don't trust Ang Lee. Hancock. Like, he's such a he's such a mercurial director. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it sucks. Uh, I mean, you get Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Another day, you get the Hulk. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, you don't. I'll, I'll then you get the ice tail. storm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fuck. I'll, I'll just wait to see whatever the Karate I'll wait. Kid. The Karate Kid. Wild Wild West. Wild Come Wild on. West. How could you hate that? You. Kevin Klein. Wild Wild West. <laughs> Kevin Klein, Kenneth Branagh in his best, uh, should have been an Oscar winning role. It's true. No though. legs. 16 feet body. in Teston and we did not <laughs> surrender. <laughs> I did like, I did like Bright though. All upper body. <laughs> Bright again was like, it was worth watching, yeah. right? But I'm not going to like, Enemy go of the watch State. it again. Oh jeez, jeez, yeah. But who? That was uh, who directed that? Oh, su- you're forgetting about Suicide Squad. Is that Simon West? That I was think that his might last be Simon good. West. <laughs> Someone shitty directed Enemy of the State. It's like a Michael Bay or a, it's like a Simon West. Who directed that? I don't know. I'm looking now. I'm, I gotta know. Now you gotta know. Yeah. So those were my top five kind of like movie <laughs> headlines of the week. Do you have anything? Um, I heard that uh, some Tony dis- Scott. Tony Scott, okay. 1998. Uh, <laughs> phone, I heard uh, disgruntled DC fans are going to shit on Black Panther for Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think of that? And everybody's just like, why? <laughs> like, that's that's such a dick move. No one is going at... But why, Why? like, it just seems like... That's just... Why the, this one, of all of them? I don't know, racist white people? That's, I don't know, I was like, <laughs> that's really where it, That's me? really where it screams at, but Jeez. honestly, just fucking, if you don't watch it, if you like it, you know, rate it. If you don't like it, fucking rate it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no one's gonna stop. This is you're not gonna stop Marvel by fucking up one movie, people. All the Marvel people are not sitting there going, you know what? I'm gonna go shit on the Justice League. Can you movie imagine racist, go- racist uh, like fucking Marvel fans? I ain't gonna see that shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna see that shit. How come we don't get White Panther? <laughs> <laughs> Where's you- White Panther? Exactly. Did you see that new Black Panther trailer? It looked like shit. Exactly. <laughs> Where's White Panther? You guys are shitting all over exactly. my movement. Yeah. These are all. <laughs> I okay. If you want to get a part of the movement, jo- go to www. <laughs> www. No, no oh it gosh. makes no sense. It's Watch the movie. Judge the movie. www.kkk.com. Dot David doesn't like Black Panther. Dot com. Kind of like White Panthers only. That's just gonna. Oh my gosh! It's just I. I read that and I just continued to wonder. I was like, oh, why is it? Is this is this is this a Trump thing? Is this because Trump's in office? This is why it is. 
He's because he'd probably say, you know, Black Panther's the best movie ever made because it was done in his presidency. It'll be huge. It's gonna, <laughs> but he's not gonna go see it. Yeah, he's not gonna see it. No, <laughs> seen it so many times. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. I don't even need to see it. It's exactly. gonna be huge. Exclusively <laughs> like, based on my life. It's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm actually the fictional king of a, of a foreign country, dude. I want so bad someone to get him in a press conference and be like, how. How are things going with the talks with Wakanda? <laughs> there's a, I, no, there's a. Uh, I, I know there is some. They are. They put out like a. I think it's like twenty or thirty thousand dollars that they're offering a report. Any reporter who asks that the next opportunity they get to see with Trump to ask them about their relations with Wakanda. Oh. <laughs> like it's like twenty or thirty grand. I would do it. Just just put me in there. Give me a press pass. Put me in, coach. Um, <laughs> I'm ready to play, <laughs> Mr. Trump. Based on the uh, current economic climate and the uh, tensions in the Middle East, what are your uh, feelings on our relations with Wakanda? I'd love that. That'd be great. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'd do it. Thirty grand. They're great. Yeah, done. It's huge. <laughs> Vibranium. I love it. My car is made of it. I actually invented it. (laughs) You imagine, like, you know, Bobby Joe, I just watched that new Black Panther trailer and there wasn't one goddamn white person in the whole movie. The white man. The white man's the bad guy? Now, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Exactly. Fake news. Fake news. (laughs) Gone, done, gone to hell and shit. World gone to hell and shit. Exactly, the goddamn country. <laughs> All right, you got any movie news? No, no. Venom wrapped up. What Men about in, you, JC? Men in Black was my my movie news. That was your we, big we've, one. We've, we've, uh... Are you cold? <laughs> Did people yeah, call you JC? No, they do now. Only on, <laughs> only on Easter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh man. All right. Cripes. Well, what have you been watching this week? And close this. Uh, Tell us where you can find you and all that shit. Um, <laughs> uh, I have been. Uh, I just recently watched um, and finished up the uh, two seasons of Van Helsing uh, from Sci Fi Channel. Uh, I'm sorry. Just a, it's. I mean, it's all right. I've seen worse. Um, I've been watching Black Lightning because that's exciting stuff. I'm, it's, it's actually it's actually a really good series so far. Um, and most of, uh, my normal shows, uh, Blackish, um, a lot of the CW hero shows, um, and, uh, that's pretty much, I'm, re- I'm really excited for Altered Carbon coming out in a few mm-hmm. days. Um, when's that so come out? The 5th, Monday. Man. Monday. I reached I will... out to them for, um, an interview and we could not make it work. They were just, uh. Uh, they were working on that all the way up until the end. Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, binge through that entire series. That? Um, s- new sci-fi movie where um, the rich people, super rich now, and they live forever, pretty much. They have secondary bodies that they're cloned from. Oh, and, and do they, they go into them? Yep, if they die. Uh, and then a lot of new, uh, and a lot of other people don't have that option. Or And then a one of the richest people on the planet gets murdered. But his new body, he still gets his, he still clones into his new body and he revives a person who had tried to bring down their establishment of the, that this immortality that they now have, um, brings him back to life in a brand new body and has him try and solve his murder. So it seems really interesting, very gritty, uh, darker, uh, a little bit on the, um, uh, on the fight scenes and everything like that seem to be a bit, 
bit more brutal than your normal one, um, than your normal Netflix uh, shows that come out. So I'm excited to peep that out. Um, and you can find me on all kinds of places. The Twitter space at uh, JRWooey and the Instagram, same place, JRWooey. Right on. Um, I've been watching a ton of martial arts movies um, for that marathon that we have on Saturday. Um, just checked out uh, Three Billboards in Ebbing, Missouri. It's like the longest fucking title ever. Um, but I think that's my Oscar push right now, man. I thought that was a Did fantastic... Really I really liked it, man. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of backlash, though. Um, they said, especially with like um, uh, Moonlight winning Best Picture last year. Um, this seems uh, not a very progressive way for Oscar to go. It's, um, I guess, it could be considered uh, kind of racial. You know, uh, there's some racist characters, but I don't think it's a racist movie. And I think some people are kind of turning that Associating around. Associating it exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought uh, Francis McDormand was awesome. Um, the the screenplay has some bite to it, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like. It's a very dark movie. You've watched it, right? Yeah. And you, do you line up with my thoughts on it then? Yeah, I do. I get where the backlash is. You know, the the most racist character in the in the movie kind of um, gets a hero moment and never redeems himself uh, or really changes his perspective on the world. So he's actually kind of redeemed. You know, at the end, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he has some shit happen. Yeah. Um, but but I, I get where the backlash is. But the performances, like, left to right, are just, like, all... Nobody does a shit job in this movie. Nobody's yeah. phoning it in, so... Do you think uh, Oscar will get some backlash if it wins Best Picture? No. I think, I think people are smart enough to, you know, sit down, watch a movie, and say, this is what the movie is. Yeah, they're characters. Well, people aren't. <laughs> but it's not going to matter. It's not... <clears throat> even if it does, even if it gets the backlash, people got to fucking let it go. It's a movie. Yeah, watch exactly. the movie and let it be a movie. Don't... No. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I wholeheartedly admit that sometimes, well, a lot of times, race will play a part in what I want to watch in a movie, you know, or will hype me up for it. But... It can be just as bad or just as good. I mean, it just you have to watch it for yourself and make your own yeah. auspices. Don't just base it on one character. Or exactly. One thing. In Ebbing, Missouri, you know, it's uh, it's a movie that it it doesn't support um, a racist message, um, but it's a fucking story about a small town in Missouri. Okay, yeah. that's it's it's real life. You know what I'm saying? Those are the kind of people um, that would inhabit that place. You know, so um, I, I thought it was great. So I say check that out. Um, but uh, I've been mostly putting a lot of my time and energy into a couple interviews that are going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. I don't even know how the fuck I'm going to get them done. Um, but I'm going to be talking with uh, Protector 101. Uh, they do a lot of 80s synth music in the UK. Cool. Um, really awesome stuff. So um, yeah, just Google Protector 101. Um, amazing. And then um, talk to these people uh, that made a, a movie called Walt Disney's Frozen Head. Um, that they actually worked on you know, a Disney property. Didn't get permission and um, and filmed um, a movie called Walt Disney's Frozen Head. They worked on their they filmed on their property. on property. Yeah, so there's a couple times where they almost got busted. You know, um, they they did a lot of the uh, smartphone you know yeah, hiding uh, and hiding and, and things like that. So wow, um, really interesting. I can't wait to have that conversation. Um, so um, how and then, did they? So they just paid to get to Disney World so they could film this. No, movie? they worked there. They were oh. low level, and uh, I guess the whole story is um, back when Walt Disney died. 
cryogenic yes, uh, freezing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's that whole yeah. Um, that he's still alive. Yeah, exactly. The, so they the they they ran with that story where they find his head and they they run around Disney showing him different locations of like what is how Disney has when kind of developed. Yeah. yeah. Um. So talking with them, I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. And then um, one of my favorite guests that I've ever had on is uh, Andrew Leovold and uh, did Wing Wing. He sent me a bunch of awesome stuff. Um, he wants to talk about um, uh, Filipino porn and how that has gotten into the um, the emperor and the empress and how that's really um, influenced the film culture of the Philippines. Um, so very fascinating. I think that's going to be awesome. And then the um, Voorhees. Have you guys seen that pop up on AV lately? Yeah, yeah I'm going to be talking to Cody Falk here pretty soon. He's actually doing a, um, I think it's about eight nine thousand dollar um jason movie but it's going to be um a full feature length film so they're really putting a lot of effort into that so yeah that's where all my time energy efforts going and then um you know future marathons versus and then constantly updating the website all that good stuff so um seth how about you where's your time going i watched fury oh i've never seen that is that good it's pretty good everybody tells me to watch fury it's all right the the end's pretty intense yeah yeah music's real good Mm mm-hmm you know who directed that, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I forget his name right now. Um, Suicide Squad, yeah. Bright. Yeah, the, he. Uh, David Ayer. Yeah, David Ayer. Um, I watched that. I watched uh, The Big Sick, also. Oh, did you like The Big Sick? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sad. Top five, good. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love it, man. I think I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a beautiful flick. He actually looks like the American version of that dude. In Big Sick? Who does? The, I think Jeremy does. Yeah, we were pissed I didn't get cast for that. He do you think he looks like himself? Little, <laughs> <laughs> little Kamal Nanjiani? Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah, except I'm white. It's the hair. <laughs> it's yeah. the hair, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's mainly it. I don't know. I have, I've been busy. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you watched Big Sick, though, man. Yeah. No, really good uh, I just, uh, Tuesday, my wife and I were just kind of walking around family video, and I just saw it, and I'm like, this is it. This is my pick. So, and then she picked Fury. So, because neither of us had seen that. So, anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Laird Geek, L A R D G E K, all on Word. Um, And then uh, I'm Seth Fisher. You can find me on the Facebook page. I've been trying to catch up on everything that was nominated this year. Um, And it's, you know, it's tough to get to everything. I. I just heard that uh, Shape of Water is going to be in town here in Lafayette this weekend, so I've got to go see that. I still have to see The Disaster Artist. Um, yeah, let me know if you find that anywhere, because yeah. I have to see that before next the next three weeks. Um, Humans just dropped on Amazon Prime. I'm a few months behind the live airing, but I hadn't seen season two of that, so I binged that recently. And um, That's just a fun show if you like. I mean, it's pretty typical storyline of... Uh, robots have become so human that, um, you know, what, what it, what defines humanity. Um, but it's still a fun show. So I, I watched that as, as well as my regular, you know, the flash, that sort of stuff. So has anybody watched that David Letterman Netflix show? Um, I really want to watch that. Is that good? Well, it's, it's only dropping like one interview a month. So all that's up is the interview with President Obama, and um, yeah, it was good. Um, it's a fun, fun interview, and uh, they obviously enjoy each other. The contrast between, um, you know, President Obama and, and what we see in the news today w- will shock you, I think, uh, if you don't remember a year ago. <laughs> no, I'm really excited um, to watch those. But but yeah, it's it's a good interview, and I think his next one's with 
Mel Gibson? No, not Mel Gibson. Um, That'd be a good one. No, that would be a good one. Just well, I'm just like going from A to B. Yeah. (laughs) Joe Rogan just uh, interviewed uh, Mel Gibson. That's a pretty interesting episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, George Clooney's who is next um, interviews oh, with and that, that, that drops in a week or two so <laughs> so Dave's just interviewing people he wants to just for shit yeah. that's cool man yeah it'd be awesome to be at that uh, that level yeah that level of your career yeah, we just like fuck this is you. who I want to talk yeah. to you who do I want to call to talk to this time around no yeah. hey come watch my come to my Netflix show yeah okay one other did you see Ronda Rousey no, oh, yeah. the WWE. That's pretty cool she kind of ruined the moment did she yeah in my opinion you think she deserves to wear that uh Rowdy Rowdy Piper shirt. I just think it's weird because he's one of the best talkers ever, and then uh, she just comes out and doesn't say a word. She points sucks. at the WrestleMania sign it's because so. she's got the uh, the vocabulary of a four year old. <laughs> well, I hear they're gonna put her with Paul Heyman, who has been the mouthpiece for Brock Lesnar yeah. hmm. his entire basically WWE run. So we'll see. Uh, she needs a mouthpiece. She does, but we'll see. All right, Mister Fisher, close us out. So. We are uh, Adventures in Video Land. Uh, you can find us on Tumblr. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter at Videolanders. Uh, you or yeah, at Videolanders. All over the goddamn place. Yeah, we're everywhere. You can even find us on our website. Vin- Brad works tirelessly on that at uh, uh, videoland.com But always remember that the conversation begins and ends on Facebook. My good people, you have been listening to criticism at its finest. Good night. Yeah.